Warning, content not suitable for children. Listener discretion advised, yo. Screaming Chewy Show, your source of entertainment and overall fuckery. And the show starts now. Hey everyone, quick message from Tucson's Rising Phoenix Fitness and Defense. Help treat anxiety and depression with martial arts training and education. Develop the confidence, skills, and fitness you need to stay safe. Our focus is real-world self-defense tactics, practical and effective for everyone. You can find them at 4500 East Speedway Boulevard, number 4. Tucson AZ 85712 or you can call them at 520-838-1592. They are open from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. So hit them up. Learn martial arts, very therapeutic, and you can learn to kick ass and kick depression's ass as well. So um, hit them up. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Screaming Chewy Show. And uh, we got some more talent right here in the studio. We uh, Welcome back, Johnny Orson. Hey. Then uh, we got Tony Cujo. Yo, yo. What's going on, guys? Shit, man. Thanks for having me on here. Hey, thanks for coming on, man. No doubt. It's gonna, it's gonna, it might get wild. I mean, you never heard, know what happens. I've right, heard. Right, I, right now, you're coming on the show. Later, you're gonna come on his chest. <laughs> you never know. Pro, pro necklace. If that's what you wanted, you know, I've I've heard I can give a good pearl necklace, you know. I told you, bro, I'm a whore. I don't say no. We'll find out. <laughs> I'm gonna push your buttons. <laughs> so Tony, why don't you tell me about yourself, bro? Well, man, I um been doing this music thing now for like fifteen years at least. Fifteen years, yeah. bro. Yeah, I fucking um I came from Chicago, just uh. About two years ago, or almost two and a half years ago, I got blessed to meet this dude to the right, I mean to the left of me, Johnny, man, um, this dude right here, one of my homies plugged me with him, and it was like a hard connect at first, you know, every time, no joke, it was like old school style, like, the guy I used to go pick up Bud from, literally told me, yo, you gotta meet one of my homies, he makes music too, just like you, so I was like, okay, no doubt. Uh, every time I'd go to his house, he would walk over to his house like old school instead of calling him. You know, it's kind of weird now that I'm thinking about that. I don't know why he never just called you or texted you. It's not like back in the day. Door. He literally <laughs> would always just go to his house and be like, let me go see if he's here. Nah, he ain't there, man. But, you know, next time <laughs> he, he shows up, come back and pick up next time. Maybe he's there. And I'm like, okay, whatever. 
And it finally worked out. I mean, I got blessed to meet this dude, but before even him, I mean, I was doing rap and hip hop, uh, some rock out in Chicago, Texas. I was an army brat. So oh, like, nice. I kind of got like that whole background of being all over the world, being able to meet different people. Experience see. a lot. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely like Texas kind of helped me create, I guess, my rap style. I remember you said that when I first came in the studio, you're like, you got that, like, UGK, or you yeah. said something, you said something about, like, a Southern flow, and I'm like, everybody always reminds me, or <clears throat> tells me that, like, the same thing, they're like, dude, you have that, the South flow, when I brought it to Chicago, I mean, and Chicago's crowded, I got blessed to work with my cousins, they were big out there with doing uh, hip-hop and rap, and that Chicago scene, I mean, this is before Chief Keef and stuff, this is like, oh, wow. 2002 with like college dropout and yeah kind of that scene with like Twista Common a lot of people were on that hip hop flow with like Common and then Lupe came out Chance the Rapper but like they definitely had that and they're Puerto Rican and Mexican so they had that like try to tap into the Hispanic side of things you know but also bring that rap and I just feel like I had to make the move out here because Chicago was just crowded with a lot of hip-hop and rap. And I got blessed to meet a lot of good people out there. I mean, 100%, like, one of my homies, G-Spot. Shout out G. Like, he's carried me along, like, a lot of shows with him just to be able to have mic etiquette, be able to go inside a studio, go inside a venue. Here's a mic at 18, 19 years old. <clears throat> and, like, from there, it's kind of like, how far did I want to take it? You know, like, being an MC. And being an MC is one thing, but then I just started channeling into like, I think I should start DJing. You know, it was the other side of the music industry. It, it was hard to be able to like go inside clubs and tell people, "Hey, I'm a I'm a I'm a local rapper. Here's my music," and everybody just looks at it like, "Okay, adds it to another CD stack." Fuck, you know saying like, straight up like, crowded. Hard to make it in, and I just figured if I DJ, I could just do it myself. And like, play I could your play own, my music. own music, you know, <laughs> make it in there. Of course, you know, into the little club scene, venues, bars, all that type of stuff. But then be able to drop my own music and then just twist people's heads, you know, with like, "Damn, this is hot. Who's this? It's me." You know, coming in through a different channel instead of always trying to get help from other people. I mean, I feel like the sacrifice of doing stuff yourself. Um, will pay off, you know, that way instead of just always asking people for help. Because then they're going to come back and like, well, remember that time I did that for you or I did this for you? And it's like everybody's always else is like trying to get something back, you know, instead of putting back into the younger people, I mean, other crafts, other people. I mean, that's what I'm trying to do right now. And I feel like when I met this dude out here, <clears throat> I mean, it just helped blow up my, like, artist side of me like I'm doing this DJing stuff for sure out here and it's it's mad love but like I always love hip hop I always will love rap and like that's where I'm still trying to get back into is like getting out my EP with him I got I mean we're sitting on like what five tracks something like that yeah you know so it's like <clears throat> people out here I mean they're seeing me I'm doing uh, The Rock. I'm a DJ at The Rock. Oh, Thursdays. nice. 
and uh, Sundays, uh, shout out in rave. They gave me this opportunity to DJ like house music, and I'm from Chicago, so Chicago's big on house music. Oh, that's fun, you know, right? It's there. all school, just that heartbeat, and then people are just sitting there, the rave scene, hula hoops. You know, Pop just, some eggs. No, I'm just kidding. Egg, no, no, for real. <laughs> In the for real. Turn for up. Real. For real. I mean, when I first heard, I remember I was telling his this guy, I was like, dude, I'm I'm trying to get this thing over here at this this bar. And I remember uh you and April were both like, What you, which bar are you talking about? What are you talking about? And I was like, It's like this pink it's like a pink venue. And you guys are like, Where's this place? Where's this place? And I'm like, I, I feel like it could have been like a big success and this is before I even got in there i was just looking at this place and i saw like little peep had a rip thing out front and like i guess he must he passed away there what the fuck there like 2017 at the rock <clears throat> i had no idea bro yeah that's, that's where he crazy. died crazy yeah so there's like candles always lit like every time we're there like from thursday sunday like yeah he was supposed to perform and i guess his bus was on that street and they came into his tour bus and he was dead passed away Damn, the ultimate high. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, the shit. ultimate high, and that's the, that's how it starts, right? Um, <laughs> chasing <laughs> dreams forever. <laughs> Last in peace, little Pete. My bad. R.I.P. Lost in translation. <laughs> that's that. some history here. I had no idea, bro. Yeah, really? And yeah. the rock. You that's such a small that, place. Dude? I didn't hear about that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, nuts. I, seeing that place, like, and and it just reminded me of some, some, like, Chicago stuff. Like, definitely, like, the whole scene of Chicago, like, you can go downtown on a Tuesday night, and in the clubs that are actually popping, they, uh, they, they have dress code. Like, you can't get into no clubs, no, no, it's not like bar scene, like how it is out here. Like, like, you got the edge, you got the rock. You got this gentle bends, hi-fi, all these little bars that are here downtown Tucson that have like big ass lines to get in. You can walk in with some vans and some ripped oh, shorts. Yeah, that's true. You can walk in with a half t-shirt on if you're a girl, tits out, you know. It's clogged. Whatever, whatever you, you whatever you want to wear, you can get in. But in Chicago, they they legitimately like check you at the door. Like, if you got sneakers on, you can't come in without dress shoes. If you have slacks on, just like some dress pants, and you don't have a belt on, they tell you you can't come in either. They, they legitimately won't let you come in. They want the scene to be straight up like, we want people to order bottle service and all this stuff. And you pay 25 bucks to come in, and you don't even know who this guy is, DJ, DJ Gizmo. Yo, it's DJ Gizmo here on the track. And you're just like, who? I'm paying 25 bucks for who the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? You can walk in and legitimately buy a $2 PBR find out you don't like this dude now you just paid $25 and you just went out and bought jeans and stuff from Walgreens or whatever just to go in and see somebody you don't even fucking know you put on your makeup get all dolled up so you <laughs> bro you know me my lipstick my boo boo <laughs> um, straight up though it's, 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 it's crazy and I just thought like you know when I came out here I was like this is definitely to me like it was I thought it was like a a gold mine I was like I can see a lot of possibilities that happen out here and the vision that I had for what I thought I could bring out here. I was like, this is a different change of world. And like, even like people that I've talked to back home, they see stuff out here and they're just like, 
So where's the line? Where's this? Where's it? Like just asking certain questions because of what they're used to seeing in Chicago or what they're used to seeing in LA and New oh, York. Really? And when you're out here, I mean, like the Rock, like you just said, everybody that knows the Rock, it's a like a rock venue, you know. Yep, and we're yep. sitting here on Thursday, spinning house music and EDM. I mean. Sundays, it's house music, EDM. Like, they still have, like, little nights on Wednesdays and Tuesdays, karaoke. Saturday, they have a band. But it's legitimately, like, he's trying to... Shout out Joe. He's trying to make it and turn into, like, a... Just a whole venue. Like, you know, just a venue of whatever. You can have comedy there. I saw this guy's having a damn magic mic. Like, the those... Oh, yeah, the, that happened recently, right? coming in. I think this coming up next weekend. They have the little strippers coming in. Like, this guy's trying to put this place on the map to try to have it, you know, be appealing again to just every artist instead of just people coming out here. Like, I knew some homies from Chicago um, or from Illinois. They're, these guys are out in Plainfield, which is my boy Nick. He's in a, a tribute band that travels all over for um, uh, Nirvana. It smells like Teen Spirit. It smells like Nirvana or something, the name of their group. <coughs> And oh, they're like a cover band? He's a cover band, but nice. he travels all over, and he was there. And that's how I first kind of knew about this place. I was like, you know what? Maybe if this don't work, I can try to get in with him, and he can try to link me in. But now I'm there on Thursdays just from, like, you know, applying myself, applying myself. But it's like I definitely, definitely, definitely um, have a lot of good things going now out here, like, you know, with that. like, Oh, yeah. Just by putting myself out there, like, literally – the COVID shit happened in 2020 and it kind of fucked up everybody, right? Mm -hmm. Let's be real. But yeah. it kind of helped out artists. I feel like every indie, underground, up-and-coming artist in any industry or anybody who's in the music or trying something new, it kind of helped everybody with a fresh start. That's how I take it. And it helped people when they stay shut in, they made more music, right? They want to stay right. busy and shit, stay writing, you know, doing whatever. I made a lot being shut in. Mm. Shit, I rebuilt the studio. <laughs> Just because we were shut in. And I do didn't all the stuff you wanted to do and didn't have time to do. Bro, right? I was in there fucking <coughs> beating my shit. <laughs> beating my shit. I did that when I had nah. Rona, bro. Get home two weeks and just jacked off and nap. This chick would video call me all the time, fucking finger blast herself. Bro. I do got a girl, my bad. Hey, what's up, Lulu? <laughs> but um <laughs> Yo, I just gotta put that out there. I'm like, you know, yeah. there ain't nothing wrong with me beating my meat though. What's up, Lulu? Um, it's self love. You know, you got it. What's that good movie? For the prostate. Uh, what's that movie? <laughs> it is good uh, for the prostate though. It keeps your shit from drying into powder. <laughs> Remember I asked you about that exam. <laughs> you better hope the proctologists don't have fat fingers like I do, bro. <laughs> If I, if I walk in the fucking endoscopy center or something, I see you. I'm going to walk the fuck out. He only says that because I almost died and had to have fingers stuck in my ass. <laughs> hey, I'm looking out for you, man. I, I, I know your history and I know your asshole. You know, I just got to make sure it's okay. That's, that's true friendship it's right love, there. You know? They had to get a sample due the first time. They tried to stick their finger in there. Mm -mm. I wasn't having it. They were like, you need to relax. I'm like, relax? You're putting your fingers in my asshole. I'm not fucking relaxing. Yeah, I don't, I heard some men pass out during that. That's probably the best way. I didn't, but I feel a position, dude. I curled up. But then up. you also wake up with a sore asshole. You're going to be like, God damn, what the, how many fingers you use, doc? But it's I'm, a, it's a completely what? different doctor that walks in. You're like, what happened to the last guy? You he don't need work there. Roofie Jew, got in, got out. 
Asshole swollen. Give you a pudding and Leave popsicle <laughs> jello. I with hemorrhoids and fucking. I was fucking this up. I didn't get none of that. <laughs> I got a sad face and a fucking sore butt. But Did um, he give you a donut? <laughs> a donut? No, I'm glad it was a female, though. It was a female. Oh, see, guy. that's. So it was like getting pegged in the hospital. That's the way to go. I mean, nice. Not the Still pegging. not the way to go. Not the pegging thing, but I mean, I definitely. <laughs> not even, for me. Even as a kid, I think I was like. 12 when I first got my first physical for sports and shit and my mom was trying to like really dictate on me being picky because I wanted a fucking girl doctor as well I just knew I mean I, shout out to gay people I just know that I'm not gay but I was like I want a girl doctor someone's gonna touch my balls like I had to literally, literally ask my dad was like you gotta go get a physical for baseball and I was like okay whatever physical I'm checking my legs out putting a little thing on your leg your leg moves you know what I'm saying they hit it with a hammer it's and then all of a sudden, they're like, you got to drop your pants, too, and stuff. And I was like, okay, so then what? My dad's like, because my dad's telling my mom's like, you got to tell them what the hell it does. I don't know what the fuck they do in the fucking physical for, for kids, for boys or men. So my dad tells me straight up, and I was like, well, I want a girl. And we get in the fucking place, and the fucking person walks in. It's an old-ass man. He's like, all right. I was like, mom, I want a girl. I want a girl doctor. She's like, no. are you being picky? And I was like, I, want, I would rather have a girl doctor... Because it's a like, what if scenario. It's like, what if this guy grabs my nuts and I get hard? <laughs> he questions it. Like, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I guess I'm bi. My my <laughs> mom's <laughs> looking at me. And now I'm into and fucking. And now I'm gay. Now I'm into fucking incest and fucking <laughs> bi and all the shit. And I got my fucking mom watching this old man squeeze my nuts. And I'm just like, kind of smiling. And He's all Googling fucking gay doctor porn. <laughs> That's that's how I was. I was like, well, what? Fucking yeah. hard as fuck, and yeah, I just thought it was weird, man. And I was like, definitely, definitely, um, I wanted a girl doctor, and I mean, that's 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 where it is. I mean, <laughs> I feel like girls should be touching nuts. Hell yeah, <laughs> I agree, man. I agree. Is this, I is, that's how it happens, huh? See, I, I I rode the wave of. I wondered when I was listening to the first podcast, like, where the fuck did we end up, or where'd you guys end up over here in left field? And now I'm in left field. You it know? just it's, happens, bro. You don't even notice it till from, it happens. From the rock to prostates to testes <laughs> to... Hey, but the rock, though, like, that's a small place. But I kind of like that because it's more personal. Like, whoever's playing, you're, like, right fucking there. You know what I, you know what I mean? I've you're not, like, all far away. a lot of shows at the rock, man. A lot of shows at the rock. Some of my favorite shows, um, even if you look up on my Facebook, you'll see pictures of people on stage. Um, with us and from the gallows and whenever I do songs with Murder Victim, dude, like The Rock, that venue is it's a lit venue, bro. Dude, the sound 100% is <clears throat> some of the best sound I've ever heard. I mean the the subs. I mean he's got it panned out. It it hits. And the first time I did something there, I knew like I don't mind going there. And I do those shows for free. I mean we put on those Thursdays and Sundays. It's no cover. Nine to two in the morning. There's Five different artists. Everybody gets an hour. I mean, I'm part of the uh, in-rave residency now, so I'm on their whole collective. Like, anytime there's an event, we do stuff now at Solar, Solar Culture, on Saturdays. I was just there recently, too. I watched a girl named Rue, also a really awesome artist. If you guys haven't heard, like, Rue Theory, it's like, it's just Rue, but... I'll, I'll, I, I I'll you tag snap. you guys, man. She's, she she's good, dude. She can sing, man. Yeah, she's I've awesome. Seen her sing. Damn. Another up and coming artist. I'll have to see if she's willing to come do a show with you too, man. Oh yeah, for sure. I think she'd have a lot to say, and she was she's pretty dope. 
I just love it, man. Just <clears throat> love how you surround yourself with talent, equal minded people, you know, people that want to move up. You know, right. you guys put in that work, man. Right. We do. We put in a lot of work. We like I said, we got there's so much stuff that we're gonna release and it's just right now we're off to a really good start this year. And it's just gonna get better and better and better and better. Love it. And um Kujo, your music, uh you make it yourself, right? So in the beginning, when it, before I came out here, I mean, I was going back and forth. I had a guy that I went to high school with when I before I was in Chicago and stuff. And like when I went to high school, I met this dude when I was fifteen, um, and he definitely had my back in a lot of things. He was in a band, and he would always have his drums and his uncle, this guy G Spot, who I mentioned earlier. He uh, had his techniques. He'd always show us about old school hip hop. Like you need to hear some Public Enemy and EPMD and and uh, I mean NWA of course Everybody Yeah LA always was talking about He's from uh, Hermosa Hermosa Beach And He brought in a lot of Like hip hop to us And like old school uh, Tribe Called Quest All that stuff And that's what Even being in Chicago Like I loved Common I still love Common Like And I definitely had this guy Help me out On a lot of things And there were some things That I self produced I mean a couple songs But like I'm on a couple albums With him That he all produced himself I mean this guy went to Full sale. Shit in Florida, like he definitely was doing his thing. I mean, it's just we had a falling out. And when I came out here, I took like maybe like nine, ten tracks of mine that I had, like six or seven that were unreleased. And then I was kind of just trying to do my thing out here with it, you know, solicitating stuff. And I was going out old school style, like going to the clubs, legitimately walking in a high five, being like, I had I have a mixer, so I had my own shit. And nice. I go in and just be like, Hey, if you need to substitute, you know. Well, I mean, I'm literally trying to do a good sales pitch. So I'd walk up and mm -hmm. I'd see this guy. I'd be like, I see him at the bar. I'm at the Monker High Fight. And I'm like, dude, you're, you're killing it, bro. That's dope. Come on, give him a fist pound. Go to the bar. Legitimately buy a shot. Go give it to him. Yo, dude, you're not just trying to suck up. The bar is open. Sit back. Grab a cold one and get ready for the news you didn't even know you needed. From the frozen wasteland of western North Dakota to the tropical playground of Florida, it's time for tales of wonder and amazement. Put the kids to bed and pour yourself a drink. Lock the doors and close the blinds. Break out the cocaine and hookers. It's time for happy hour news. You know how I do. And next you know <laughs> and next thing you know, the dude be like, dude, that's what's up. And then the first guy I met, I mean, we talked about sexuality earlier, so don't be calling me shout don't be calling me out, okay? But I see the guy in the bathroom. You know, oh shit, I, wait. I figured I figured this was the best chance, you know, while he's away Tell for me to like cruising. for yeah. me to like holler at him. Just yeah, he's like, at the urinal. So I, was like, <laughs> I was like, Yo, dude, I waited for him to take his dick out of his head, of course. I wasn't gonna like this talk to him while he's peeing. He leaned over, hey, bro. Hey, bro. <laughs> nice dick, nice music too, bro. You're fucking killing it. I'll meet you by the sink. No, nah, I, I I waited for him to go by the sink and he was like, um he was like, dude, thanks for the shot. I was like, Yeah, dude, um, I go by Tony Cujo, like we should switch uh, you know, social media handles, all that stuff, and just try to if you ever need some help, I'm out here up and coming. I see that you're out here doing your thing, like Maybe we can collab or work around and ship like some shit. And these guys would give me their messenger and just just go ghost. Everybody would just be like instantly like, "Yeah, dude, I'm all about the hell yeah. Send me my shit. Send me your shit." And then 
Nothing. You never hear from them again. Nothing. So, like, that's why I say with the COVID shit happening, like, it definitely helped every, like, for me, especially, like, I can speak myself. I just know I've seen him blow up. People right now that are trying to make it, this is the best time. Because everybody in the beginning was nervous. Right when the COVID shit ended, 2021, April, legitimately, um, it ended up being like... I was playing Mega like Man. The perfect... <laughs> It, it it became the perfect t- time for like everybody being uh, their own entrepreneur of just being saying, "Hey, you guys need a DJ." Like I went to Sky Bar the first time and I was like, "Hey, um, you guys looking for anybody?" And I went there 2019 and they're like, "Oh, we have a guy." And then in 2021 they're like, "No, we're, we we're looking for help. What's your rates?" Yada yada yada. And I left my my card, but I would just go bar to bar to bar, and um, uh, I I would just try to solicitate myself with me with 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 my business first of just doing that just trying to get into djing and i met this dude just not even what six months like in june like almost i don't even know that's six months i can't count right now seven uh, six now <laughs> don't look like, y'all don't even look at me I ain't <laughs> like, or it was like end of may it was like may <laughs> when i met this dude but it was just last year and i just met this dude like after doing all that stuff too trying to put myself out there with DJing because I figured back to that old school mindset of just saying, hey, if I brought my music that I already have, I can play that in the clubs once I'm in the club, you know? And then God blessed to meet this dude. He was home one day when my guy knocked on his door. His neighbor. <laughs> straight up was like, at that moment, like, <clears throat> you just know a chemistry. You just know when you, when, you, when you just know, like, this dude walked out and was like, oh, shit. I was just like, popped my trunk, showed him like, oh, yeah, I got this mixer. I'm going to go set up a... I was doing a wedding or something And he was like You got some time to come inside You want to hear some shit I was like yeah dude I'm down Just like that We walked in I mean He showed me uh, the difference Yeah And I showed him a bunch of beats Yeah He's like you do your own beats And I was like yeah Yeah you um, get- And then we started working on music for him He wanted me to start doing some beats So we've been working on beats for his album His album is entirely original so that that um, new song, um, so it's on this episode. It was in the beginning. Uh, I'm gonna play the full song at the end. Um, you guys want to talk about that? Kevin Nash. Yeah, yeah. So you you guys uh, both both work together? No, this is actually uh, this was prior to us working together. Oh, um, okay. This is this is a whole nother project that he was working on. Um, for what we're doing with this album is a whole nother. I see. Okay. Thing. Okay. But, the song is undeniably dope. And I'm <laughs> looking forward for the album too. Like it's probably like probably one of it, not my favorite song of his, but is is hot. So the song in this episode, Kevin Nash. Why don't you tell me about that? Yeah, so song. Kevin Nash, I um I made that with my guy back in Chicago or uh Sugar Grove, Matthew Magenta. Um he hooked me up with the beat. Uh, we, we used to sit down and we used to make the beats from scratch from each other, like with each other. So <clears throat> we'd sit there. I, I'd literally come in with an idea. And when I heard this, uh, it was a future song. And I, I, I listened to a lot of like ghetto rap. Like, Hell yeah, like, the gangster shit. Like, Trap it, it's, music. <laughs> it makes no sense. Like, you it's know, like Gucci Mane, Pooh Mane, all that weird ass names, NBA and, and the baby, a little baby. Baby, 
There's the baby and baby. Like his music sounds nothing like any of those guys, dude. Oh damn! None of them. It's like a completely different. different, I I spin house music. I'm in the club spinning EDM, and then when people get in my car, it's like some straight fucking DJ Cali. Like like, I'm playing some fucking. I still go back and jam like mystical. (laughs) That's unique. So you mix it up. Like that's what I like to listen to, like that ghetto shit. And I'm not gonna lie to you, I would never make some shit <laughs> probably like that, like some yo bitches suck my dick, suck my dick. like you know, like I do. But I know <laughs> like, he wants me to. He'd be like, he, I'm in the studio. He's like, push that out, man, push it out. Like, and I'm like, I, it's like I don't want to. I don't. It's, but I love listening to it. Maybe one day I gotta get you fucked. You guys up. ever heard of a app called Auto Rap? No, what's that? So it basically has rap songs and. Most you have to pay for, but there's like five free beats. And then you record your voice and it'll auto-tune you or speed it up and slow it down to make it match the beat. And I made a song. I was like, I called it 40s. And I was like, 40s in the fridge while I'm fucking this bitch. Like, <laughs> but yeah. You look like you could be a rapper. <laughs> you look like you could be a rapper. I'm not very good at it, but I tried. I mean... It's you just need a hit. Like some of these guys are on the fucking radio. This guy, Sedata Baby or something, just made a song oh, called Throat Baby. Baby. Throat Baby. That's the name Throat of the song. Baby. And he's talking about the, that's the song. He goes, I wanna put my kids in ya. Throat baby. I wanna <laughs> get up in ya. And I'm like, That's selling. People are just like, Don't play that Sada Baby, man. Throat baby. I'm like, that's what you wanna hear? You want, okay, the dirtiest fine. song out there. <laughs> that's what they love. That that's it's it's whap. <laughs> it's what they want, but whap. that the Kevin yeah, Nash they gonna whap you with it. The Kevin Nash concept came up because, like I said, I'm sitting here and I was listening to Future and like how he said it, like it's nothing like a Future beat. Like Future's on these Metro Boom, like this hard 808s and shit, and it's got some 808s. But like I had the idea of um, when I write, I, I learned a lot of shit from uh, Paul Wall. And oh, that's old. Sipping sideways, like, yeah, and. Um, like he would say shit in like little interviews because I was growing up in Texas and I'd watch like they were always showcase like Texas rappers on TV and on the radio station like always local shit DJ like that. Screw man, screwed up. R.I.P. Man, fucking Swisher House, Swisher House and fucking SPM. Uh, it, it wasn't no, a date. No, SP- we'd be wow. smoking out back in fucking high school nah. and these little fucking Mexican girls like put on SPM. We don't condone yeah. pedophiles. <laughs> hey. Just like with Travis Scott, you know, like sometimes people hit music. I don't say Travis Scott either. Or Kelly. <laughs> music. Hey, and that's, hey, you know what's crazy though is that I've been saying this in the club and I haven't done it yet because everybody's been giving me the answer I don't want to hear, but I'm like, is it okay if I drop Ignition Remix? Oh, everybody's all getting jam, you know? People are like, cancel so it. I ask people, no, because legitimately there was a dude who dropped a, uh, in the EDM world, there's this dude named Dad Sick that is a sexual, like, Assaulted a like he's a predator. Oh fuck! Sexual assaulted a bunch of girls, like all this shit, right? Damn. And he got canceled quick. But he was in the game for like six years or something, right? Don't fact check me on that. He just was in the game for a while. Don't. And he could have been in it for ten years. I don't want to not credit. You know, we're on live and shit. People, people are gonna be like, like, it wasn't six years. It was eight. Get it fucking right. They Tony get all Cancel you know Cujo. <laughs> but uh, this dude, this big DJ named Millennium, who fucking sold out Allegiant Stadium. Yo, I heard you're a Raider fan. Yeah. So you know what I'm talking about Allegiant Stadium He sold it out The Zootillennium It's how big Fuck, he is bro That's and, fucking and, huge And being that big of an artist This dude dropped a Dat Sick song Not there at that specific show But he dropped one of the songs And fans found out They like 
fans know music, they were like, they started throwing dildos. And they go, and we need to, they need to, they need to, like, <laughs> they're like, they're like, they need to cancel this guy. They're like, cancel him, boo. And they started booing him and all this stuff. And it's just like crazy because it was like, this big ass artist, like, it's really that legit. Like, people, Travis Scott, people like, if you play a Travis Scott song, I'm walking the fuck out. Yeah, people are you know? like taking it personal. So it's the same shit with like R. Kelly. I was like, Ignition Remix, yo. That's a fucking hit. Like, yo, you don't know, hate me, but know, it's but, still so, a good song. But at least I'm being decent to be like, hey, would y'all be upset if I dropped Ignition Remix? You know, that's my Remix yeah. Ignition, hot and fresh out the kitchen. Mama rolling that body got every. That's a jam. It is. But yeah. everybody says, fuck no, don't play that. So I'm like, all right, that sucks. And R. Kelly's like, y'all are killing R. me. R. Kelly's sitting there. Like, he's like, you're killing me. He's ready for that. But if you listen, if you listen to the Kevin Nash song too, you'll hear that same flow. Oh, so you saying I took it from him? Oh shit! So yeah, so, <laughs> I'm just instigating. Bro. Yeah. I'm sitting here peeing on people in the background. Like, you guys don't even know the updated story, the real background, true story, true files. True Tony files. Cujo was in the in the studio peeing on people. Then you come out so and get ready. You're killing me. <laughs> You're killing me. So yeah, so that beat. He ended up getting the beat made for me. We made it together. That's what we used to do. And I would just sit there. And whenever I write, I like to, um, whatever I first come up with, like my first four bars, I usually like to use that as the hook. And like I said, that's for me looking at Paul Wall and stuff. Like stuff that comes to my head, the first like four bars that I write, I'm like, let me see if this can be a hook. Something that's like usually like the most powerful. Like That's what's going to catch on. Gonna, yeah, that's like the stuff that's like fresh in your head. And this is just my, me writing it. I mean, I heard it from this dude. I mean, but honestly, like, I wrote that song, and it's, like, based around um, kind of being an individual. Like, that's the concept of the song, just me being, like, who I am. Like, or just okay. talking about my life or that's what I do. It's pretty personal. But it's a, um, it's like an anthem, and it's definitely all about, um, like, I, Kevin Nash is a wrestler. It's an anthem. I don't know sure. if you remember WWF and WCW. I remember that. For, I used to have the game Bro, on Nintendo 64. I think it was NWO. Yes, bro. So he was in the NWO. Yes, I remember this, him from this that. Dude, this dude, he, Kevin he was Nash. Diesel before so, he was Kevin Nash, right? Diesel. Right. Listen, listen. I don't know. I'm a. <laughs> I, I was a. Um, I was a uh, wrestling nerd growing up until I found out it was fake. I was that kid. I swear to God, until I was like 14 years old. You can ask my family. I thought wrestling was real. Were you heartbroken? I was upset. I don't watch wrestling no more. Literally, it says 14 years old till now. I, if that shit's on, I turn it off. I was that upset. Like, I went and fucking met Macho Man, dude, at nine years old. What? I was sitting there, gave him a fucking Slim Jim. Nine That's years old. Slim I was in Hawaii. I brought the man a fucking Slim Jim, and he was like, you want to be an NWO, brother? I was like, yes. Yes, I do. I was so excited. I was like, I brought this for you. He's like, you just for me? Oh, brother, you're the man. I was like... Dude, oh, that's fucking, epic. I gave him, and I was so excited, bro. Gym. Dude, I went to like wrestling yes. shows. I seen Kurt Angle, The Undertaker, Stone Cold. What? Like, dude, I was in. That's all some in. history right there. All in, dude. Like, I literally, I really was in. Remember Booker T? <laughs> all this fucking, dude, I was in. And when I found out it was fake, it pissed me off. But Kevin Nash was always one of my favorite wrestlers. And like he said, Diesel was in WCW. In WWF, it was, um, he, I mean, Diesel was in WWF, and then he went to uh, WCW, and he changed his name to Kevin Nash. And then he ran the NWO, 
uh, the white and black, you know, remember the New World Order? Yep, they had their own yep. Like a black joined, background and white letters. This, yep, yep. And they had like Scott Hall, all these fucking people. And then he went rogue and created the red and black NWO and called oh. it the Wolfpack. And oh, I didn't like, know that was they different. Would have, they would always have like their fucking, remember they had a Latino one, the LWO. You yeah. know, they had like psychosis and like people like how he looked like with fucking luchadors. You know, they were in there, Juventud Guerrero and fucking Rey Mysterio and Eddie fucking... What's the dude's name? Eddie Guerrero, he died RIP. Oh, like, yeah. Like, those people were in there, and he created this, like, this thing, NWO, this collective in wrestling. And Kevin Nash, to me, was, like, seven foot. They called him Big Sexy Diesel. Like, he was a fucking, okay. you know, I just thought Did he, he was... Did he have a hairy chest? Bro, yeah. I, mean, I, thought yeah. He was, I thought he was the man, dude. Like, you know, long-ass, blonde hair. Like, I thought he was the shit. Fucking with powerbomb people, you know? And what's weird about the powerbomb is they put, like, the dick in his face. Like, what the hell is that all about? They're like... They, I never thought about that. Then they put it, like, right in your face, and he's like, I'm going to throw you on your back, yeah. Like... He's like... Then he slaps you. He's pissed, you know? He's like, stinky ass, fucking dick. And it throws you on your back, and, like... <laughs> he's like, your dick stinks. So good. New world order. You know, so... That's what this song... I, I ended up calling it Kevin Nash because of... You know, just he was like that dude in that era. And I feel like the relation is just like, you know, me trying to be that dude. You know, so it's an individual song. It's about it's it's catchy. That one hits um, hard then, huh? It's got some straight eight oh eights that y'all listen go listen to that shit. It's gonna fucking it's it's gonna fucking They gonna hear it at the end of the podcast, homie. Yeah. You heard it at the beginning, just a little intro. They'll hear the full song at the end. Hell yeah. And um, uh, you know, whatever you're gonna love it. Y'all gonna love it. Yeah. How, much, how much longer we got on this podcast there, my man? You guys tell me we're 30 minutes in. Oh, shoot. Damn, that's it? Yeah, you're drinking too fast. What are you talking about? <laughs> you bought a bottle that was like... Bro, I bought. The, I thought we were going like, to... That's like start the size with, of my nutsack. You got to start off with the White Claws, man. Hey, <laughs> like, what do you mean got to start off with the White Claws? Hey, thanks, thanks start Cujo. with the tequila. He brought, some, he brought a bottle of Patron and... <laughs> Well, I guess I, I guess like what Johnny's fucking saying. Be be real. I brought the littlest bottle of Patron. I guess you know in the world. You know, <laughs> motherfuckers are broke these days. <laughs> New world order. Hey, appreciate it, man. Order. Bringing the party favors to the studio. I oh, mean, yeah, for sure. Fuck yeah. I heard. I heard you guys got a tradition. You know, tequila and white claw. So it is now. No, it's, <laughs> not, right it's not just white claws. White claw was chamoy and tajin, but we're out oh, of yeah. tajin. Well, you're the Mexican yeah. ones. You know, <laughs> I'm over here. Hey, Johnny is He's pretty Mexican. So I was telling my homie, <laughs> shout out Justin. I was telling my homie uh, that uh, last night, he, I was telling him about the interview today. And I was letting him know, like, hey, dude, yeah, I'm doing this interview tomorrow on the podcast. Wait till y'all hear it. It's going to be dope. And he was like, oh, with, 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 with Johnny? He's a cool dude, man. He's a, is he Mexican? Dude. And, that, and that's what, this dude's white. Sorry, Justin. I'm not like dogging you. I'm just like he's a white guy, and he's he white. He's Anderson Cooper white. He thought <laughs> he thought he was Mexican. Like when I first see him, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know if it's just because I'm brown, and you're brown. You probably feel the same way. I'm not trying to put an opinion in your head, but I mean, I, I looked at yeah, and I know he's white, right? Yeah. Would you know he's white? For, for anybody listening, yeah, Johnny Arson's white, but. <laughs> Probably per, from hearing when you, you they hear probably him, think you're yo, Mexican. Yo, no, no, not when I don't think. I think sometimes I heard you the first podcast. He's like, "Yeah, what's up, y'all?" I was like, "He sounds like R Dub. He sounds black as hell." Like, <laughs> he sounds like, I would think Johnny Arson is a black. I think you know what I'm talking about. Ninety-seven yeah. like, Yo, this R Dub. Monday Night Slow Jams. <laughs> that's what. That's what me and the mic. I always like to. Yo, 
That's, what, that's what happens though when you're the only white sibling with two Hispanic brothers and three Hispanic sisters, and your whole family's Hispanic, and you grow up on the South Side. The South Side. South Side. So I was telling him. I was telling my guy Justin. I was like, "No, he's not Mexican." Well, you know what? Yeah, he kind of is. He was like, "Well, is he or not?" I was like, "Well, he's from Tucson, and like you know, I think." From being here that long, for sure, he's like, um, he's in. He's a grandfathered in Mexican. You're right. And, and his family, he's his roots. Last show, I mean, you guys were talking about making Mexican food, right? Look at yeah. it. I mean, he wanted, right when I came in, he's like, oh, dude, yeah, we got chimoy and tahini. We're going to put on the white cloth. He came in, he said, he said hola, you know, over I'm here. He's, like, he's over here saying, like, he's speaking more Spanish than me. And I look brown. She's probably something like, hey, que tengo en noche. I'm like, okay. I'm like uh, you know, taco burrito. I'm, like, I'm like yeah I say this You know guacamole And you know Fucking tacos Carne He's over here Speaking Spanish Fucking talking to me About shit And then Was like He's a straight gangster Sometimes you know Like and Johnny um, Arson's a I can see a lot of similarities And then Johnny You know Got a wrestling thing Going on We'll, we'll get into You know All the lucha Oh the lucha. shit Love it Follow him on TikTok y'all If you don't see if, Johnny you, if you want to see what he looks like, watch his TikTok. You just came out with a new one today, right? Yeah, I did. You <laughs> have that. You have that post of your lucha one, right? Where you're singing. Oh, where you're walking around the house with your I mask. Got a, I got a few. Uh, I got a few from uh, El Mejor. Bro, if I didn't know who I'm you were boy. and seeing you with the luchador mask in your TikTok, I would think you're Mexican. Orale. Yeah. Orale chingazo, eh? <laughs> so even yo, even with that, like he brought me to a lucha show. Oh, he shit. brought me to yeah. Uh... yeah. So the Rialto does um, Dia de las Luchas. Oh, um, about once. It used to be once a month, man. Um, shout out to Christopher Hack, aka the Prophet. Man, like I want to shout out so many dope luchadors, like. This isn't a lucha show. I'm but man, I'm gonna have to introduce you. Maybe I'll bring in a couple lucha wrestlers to kind of have oh, another po- yeah. another podcast, dude, and they could tell you a little bit more about Dia de los Luchas. But the Rialto throws lucha shows all the time. Next time we go, we go like almost every time. It's just a good time to get out. You know, it supports friends. It's just like going to concerts. Like you got friends that are in bands, friends that do hip hop, friends that do DJing stuff. You know what I mean? It's like. It's a good you got time. friends that do lucha out here, dude, and, and you gotta support them, you know. Yeah, you gotta, dude. Yeah. And it's the culture too, like it's it's southwestern, it's Mexican culture, it's Definitely. Arizona, dude. And like lucha is alive and well. It's not the WWE or anything like that, but dude, I'd rather watch these guys local in the Rialto than to than to even fuck with like. Yeah. WWE, rock bro hey. Then the rock And I mean there's like Dwayne Johnson I'm gonna get some of these guys in here with you dude To get okay. a podcast hey, dude, I, I love, love variety it. and I love hearing people's stories you Only know? only if they do the podcast with their fucking mask on though Also yes. <laughs> We'll make a video with also, Dragon uh, Oh yeah of course dude you can't see who they are I'll get one too and I'll wear one <laughs> But um there's a you mean Lord Draco? Or Draco. That's yeah, it. dude, Magnus Salazar. Draco, yeah. Dude, there's like... Hey, go tell them bro. wrestling's fake. They'll probably fucking so, no, slam so even, you. Bro, no. No, dude, you no. don't even know. So like, there is Bro, I fucking legitimately whole, walked bro. in there and I told him, I go, is this so? Is this fake? He goes, yeah, it's scripted. I was like, fuck. Like, Motherfucker. I thought, in fact, I was like, I still thought, like, I was like, 
maybe this might be still real. They're <laughs> like, little oh, they know what they're doing. But there. it was, was like, nothing like you've ever seen, huh? And they had the double rings. No, no, it wasn't. And oh, he was like, oh, there's going to be two wrestlers, like two rings fighting at the same time, you know? No, they oh. were using the rings stacked on other rings and throwing each other off of like you seen the Rialto, right? Bro. Like, like so, all like, the yeah, the top floor with on the, the stage, and then they had a ring on the general like and they were the going off. Of That's the wild. This like, did a fucking for like the balcony, Swanton, right? Hurricane yeah. Rana from the fucking top turnbuckle on the stage. Well, yeah, the to, stage, not the balcony. To the one on the floor, like, and people were just, it was insane. I thought it was fucking real. It's wild. <laughs> I really yeah, I had to ask him They're yeah. great man The lucha wrestlers here Are so fucking Dope Like I thought it was real Until you told me I love me it, it But also any, shout out to, to Buena Vida I don't know if you guys Know about Buena Vida It's a A lucha Restaurant Here in town What the fuck I, I had no idea yeah, That was a thing bro Tacos Carne Jamaica Burritos I mean it's It's like Dude it's a It's a, it's a restaurant It's all lucha Based though and he also works, uh, one of the Lucha wrestlers, I'm not going to name his name, <clears throat> or actually it's The Prophet. <laughs> but now he's, oh, uh, the prophet, he, yeah, sometimes funny. he goes over there, he just makes some stuff, make cooks and stuff, and just, Yo. dude, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get him in here. I'm going to see if I can get The Prophet in here, dude. I think you'd really like to have him on your show, dude. I think Fuck he's yeah. But He's got to be in full costume, though. No, <laughs> if you do that, man, we got to film it, too. We got to film done. it. But uh, yeah, he's he's good people, dude. Like, I don't know. There's a lot of culture to be had here in Tucson, man. And there's a lot of uh, a lot of fun to be had. A lot of stuff, dude. Yeah, people people sleep on Tucson. I mean, I, I visited Phoenix before I came out here, and I was still living in Chicago. And I had friends. Like, I I go to a lot of festivals, like Lollapalooza, um, uh, North Coast. Uh, White Buffalo. I went to like festivals where you just camp out and you just watch a bunch of artists. And being in Chicago, which was cool, was you can um you got a lot of Palooza in your backyard, which is like Coachella for the oh, Midwest. Shit. And like the first time I went it was like 2014, and like one stage you're literally walking in and you could see an artist like ASAP Ferg and Mac Miller and then Future and then Martin, Martin Garrix. Fucking rest in see, peace, Mac Miller. Uh, rest in peace, Mac Miller. He died on my birthday. I'll never forget. <laughs> fucking um, on your birthday, what the? F- that's what I'm saying. Damn. Dude. I that actually, you know, I don't listen to a whole lot of Mac Miller, but I love him. I he, listen he was, to him in in moderation, so I don't ever get tired of him. Smart. And he's. I actually have like on a couple new songs, like three new songs are like heavily influenced. Even the chorus for "Breathe." Oh my god, dude! By. Uh, Mac Miller. We'll talk about that though another time. For sure. But. He definitely like you can walk in and be at Lollapalooza and see all those people like in the first time I went like those artists are there and like Radiohead's on another stage. Radiohead. You, know, yeah. you can see Lord on the other stage, Eminem. Oh my like, god, bro. Like, it's that big of like it's like a Coachella of the Midwest. It's Lollapalooza and it's been going on for like I don't know. Again, don't fact check me over 25 years probably. What, Lollapalooza? For sure, bro, dude. I remember when I was younger, I wanted to go to Lollapalooza so bad. Nine Inch Nails is gonna be there, Corn, Susie and the Banshees, um, Nirvana, Alice in Chains, Metallica. I was so like, like just this year, they brought back uh, Limp Biscuit performed at Lollapalooza. Just and Limp Biscuit too, man. Because did you not see that? 
watch it. You you be shocked. I'm not you a fan of Limp Biscuit. I never really have been, but this show, I was like, I was a fan when man, I was like middle school, that, high school. They made right, that right, right. And that's lit, though. It like, just was crazy that to see like they're back, and it was like it was nuts. Like I I, I was supposed to be. I mean, my homie Trey, Shayna, uh, Zay. I was late going to Phoenix because. They were on TV and my lady was like, we need to go. Why the fuck are you watching this old ass man sing anyways? And I'm like, it's fucking Limp Biscuit, babe. Like, she don't right. know. You know, she's a 90s baby. Oh. I, I'm, I'm an 80s. And I'm like, and I'm like, she, this is Fred Durst sitting here throwing down. And it's like, I'm watching. I was on a live feed. I had fucking Hulu and they're showing it live. So it was like just picking stages. Like, it literally, I, I turned it on and I didn't even know that what time they were going to be on. And... It was Megan Thee Stallion that I was trying to... I'm not going to lie. I was trying to watch Megan Thee Stallion. She had a fat ass. He went over <laughs> to fucking Limp <laughs> And the TV... No, the TV picks for you. It's like... It some does? people are going to see this in this area. Some people are going to see this in this area. And it fucking put on Limp Bizkit. And oh, so it depends like, where you live? They're playing that like Mission Impossible type song. Remember that one they had? Like, and I was like... Fuck, what Dude, I, I used to know that, that started, song. I was it for Mission Impossible 2? I think it was. And I'm just sitting there like thinking that that's... They're gonna show Megan, and you can hear Megan in the background. He even stops like half the city. Goes, and Megan the Stallion's back there throwing down. You hear that bass, y'all? He's like, I'm <laughs> glad y'all over here fucking with me. People in the audience, like Mark Rebier, that one dude who does like those fucking. Oh, like, I love him, Mark Rebier. You ever he, seen him? Uh uh-uh. oh, dude. Dude, he does like freestyling on the piano. He can and then, sing like, pretty he good. Sings in his, he sings in his drawers, bro. Going to robe. He be in like robe. a robe in his drawers. He did a dope ass like, session with Erica Badu that is timeless. He's a he's a good. I'll never uh, stop watching that one. What's that called? Like, uh, dude, yes, yeah, let me in. I wanna fuck. <laughs> dude, you never heard Mark Rubier, dude? No, dude, oh, you gotta send man. me some of your stuff, dude. Yes, I'll have to show you some videos, dude. Like once once we out this bitch, we gonna psh, yeah. kick it for a minute. <laughs> and he was there. He was there. He like goes in the audience. Fred Durst walks in the fucking crowd, and next you know he's like, "What's up, Mark?" And he look and like the camera's on him. He's like, "What's up?" He's like, he's like, what the fuck you doing here? He's in a fucking robe. <laughs> and they're like, he's like, he stopped his set. He was over there performing at Lollapalooza. This Mark Rebier, and came and saw him. Like when I, I saw Eminem in 2014 there, and he fucking Lord stopped her set and like was walking up through the through the middle. Um, he brought on Rihanna. Like it's just crazy. Like the whole the whole the whole scene out there. So that's like back to like the whole venue thing out here that like. Certain areas of what I've seen, like he's doing the edge, like all the fucking time now. Like, oh man, we just go to hang out in the edge. We just, uh, yeah, but you throwing down shows too. Like, we just shot a new video in the edge too. Bigger than part of it. It's not even like saying like, nah, we actually did it for hypocrite. It's like with head PE was even there, and I just saw. I don't know if that shit was real or not. I don't know if it's another fucking flame festival, whatever that shit was called. That fire festival. That fire festival. (laughs) But there's a festival that we were young, and I thought head PE's name's on there, and I'm like. You know what I'm saying? Like they're trying to bring back artists. Dude, I and, seen them at the Rialto. And, and you Head just, P. you guys just did a show with Head PE. With Head PE, and they wanted us to cut our set short. Oh, I mean, what? I wasn't having it though. Nice, you stood your ground, bro. Stood your yeah, ground. no, absolutely. We ended up doing the full set, and they ended up cutting theirs in half. Oh fuck! Bro. They were mad. Dude, people did were that mad. To Head oh fuck! Fuck them, dude. They're in our city. No, bro, it, it was crazy. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. That's, that's no what disrespect I, to Derek. Like, like. You know, it's just... He's like, just Crystal Mountain Records, motherfucker. You get the fucking You're business. Coming it's like, sometimes it's just the way it is. Dude. Like I said, back when Murder Victim would play shows or whenever I was with From the Gallows, um, they'd have 
us headline over the bigger people here because if we like if if one of these bands left before the headliner, the crowd would leave and they'd be like, "Listen, you guys want these guys to stay because everybody else is gonna stay. Like, let them headline, you know." And sometimes we were cool with it, sometimes we weren't. But you can't just like you have to adapt to every situation, mm-hmm. you know, and. Yeah, no. And like you said, I mean, that situation, this was a big show for dude. um, And we weren't going to back down from it. I told him, fuck you. I'm not going to cut our set in half. Yeah, just because, you know, they're more known. You're like, you ain't going to do that to me. You know, I mean, that's definitely like pulling the the rug underneath their feet, like with saying like how, how you did. I mean, that's genius. Like these people right here are with us. Like if you don't like basically do what we're saying, like they're we're we're leaving and they're coming with us. Tired of dragging the family to a lame burger joint with clowns and cartoon characters for mascots? Are you fed up with disgusting ball pits and playgrounds? If you're ready for a truly unique dining experience, then Moss Burgers is for you. Moss Burgers offers an atmosphere for the tactical types. No more pansy ho-ho meals for the kiddies. At Moss Burgers, get the little shit of 410. That's a hot dog with small fries and a drink. But the prize is an authentic 4-inch Army Surplus battle dressing for use at the real playground. One where kids get hurt. Monkey bars, steel slides that get about 400 degrees in the summertime, where there's always some big bully to knock you over and steal your Laffy Taffy. Are you interested in something a little more daring? How about a 12-gauge? That's two one-third beef patties on a giant Kaiser roll with all the fixings. You know, the good ones. The American ones. Not so hungry? That's okay, we'll make you a special op salad, complete with Mossberger's very own Secret Service dressing and camo croutons. Check out the on-premise shooting range. Air rifles for the little ones and 50 towels for the big ones. Mossberger's first openly amosexually oriented restaurant catering to proud fellers oath takers and promise makers of all sorts no reservations required just check your weapon at the door and pass through the security checkpoint and get your food riddled with fresh pepper one half price shots during happy hour boss burgers where the term drive-through involves protesters blocking your way come and get some And it's like fucking 15, 20 people gone right there. Yeah. And it and wasn't it, even a packed venue. I mean, it was a big, like, it was a, there was a lot of people. I mean, it wasn't probably about 100. Is that the show where Sammy went to? It's a small bar, huh? Is that the show Sammy went to and took pictures and videos? I don't know if he went to that one or if he was at the one after that. Oh, I think it was the one Because we did three shows in like a matter of like two weeks. <laughs> All all out here doing the edge, and it's like, and everybody's like, "Oh, well, fuck that!" Like, why? You know, they're turning down shows at the small venues and stuff like that. And the way we look at it, it's band practice. We'd be doing it at home anyway, right? You know what I mean? It's live. It's why not have band practice with a hundred other people watching? Yep. And the exposure too. You know what I mean? Like. Getting shit done, yeah. The exposure is like we, we we haven't done anything together live yet, but like that's the that's the thing. That's what I got a homie in town from Phoenix. My homie Zay, he's at my house right now, and like I told him to come out here for tomorrow, like Sunday. Now that I'm part of this in rave collective, 
um, which I've been like the last few months. And um, I like they asked me, hey, if you know anybody, let us know. And then, I mean, they solicitate that on all their social media handles. Like they're always putting if you feel free to email us, if you want to DJ out here, if you ever want to come through, here's our point of contact. Boom. You know, and where are you spending so, tomorrow? Social media. So I'm spending at The Rock. What time? Um, I think I'm 12 to 1. So it starts at 9. Hopefully. But you're 12 to 1? Let's yeah. do it up, though. Come. I'll get the track ready. Damn. Yeah. Let's do it live. Ooh. Okay. It's a house night. I got pool. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll get We'll it. be done by 9 o'clock. We'll I mean, it. I got a... Is a house night? I mean, I don't want to interrupt your show. No, dude, it's not. I mean, I would love to do a stamp, a song with you. Dude. I can end it. I can end it with fucking a song, and I'll just be like, "Yo, it's my last song." Boom, we're in the middle, whatever. We'll work fuck out. yes, that'd be lit as fuck. I have man. the track. I have it. So we just, you just gotta send me a longer one. No, I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you one that's oh, edited yeah. for both of us, and oh, then fuck uh, yeah, let's do that. Let's I'm, do that. I'm down to do it because tomorrow, I mean, you're seeing some witnessing. Some uh, magic, some magic yeah, right yeah, here. We'll like do, already, we'll do, uh, sorry, the podcast people over here, like, what the fuck? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, sorry, we we're thinking it's a massive plan. We might be finishing up a video for Hypocrite tomorrow, but I mean, if it don't work, I'll, I'll, be, done by, I'll be done by I'll be done by midnight. <laughs> I'm right there, but I'm down. I'll keep you posted. It should be twelve to one. Let me know what's up. Yeah. Let me know 100%. if you want the. Let me know if you I want, want the track. It. I right. want it. Give it to me. Let's go. He said, "Give it to him, bro. Give it to him. Let's get it." <laughs> yeah So I'm there You know Just a couple plugs Like I'm I'm there Sunday At The Rock 9 to 2 Not exactly me doing it The whole 9 to 2 But at 9 to 2 Just to get everybody Understanding like All these festival backgrounds That I have And like I love going to see shows And put on shows Just to know that like I, I, When you see a show I, I don't know if it's just because Everybody pays 80 bucks Or 100 bucks for a fucking ticket these days That that's why they come that early um. But if it's like Your friend Or if it's like his friend Like I gotta start Making that Transition of trending In the opposite way Of making sure people know If there's a night That we're throwing some shit And it starts at 7 Everybody get there at 7 yep. Because there's a lot of Fucking phony ass artists out here That's anywhere you know But a lot of people Tell me about Tucson Like when I first met Johnny he was telling me the same shit. He was like, like, we sparked each other. Like, he told me, like, the first time, remember that? When you, we were in the studio and you were like, dude, I'm back. You're like, I took a year off of just fucking, like, fucking around with here and here and here and there. And, like, the I same thing with me. 12 years like, off. 12 years. Look at that. That's why I say, don't fact check me on my years. And numbers, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? 12 but, years off, bro. I mean, I came in hungry. Had kids I, I came shit. in hungry and, like, <laughs> e even going off another side note, like, People that I, I DJ And like He sees me rap And like I told him I DJ And he's like Wait what? And then when I DJ I tell people I rap And they go wait what? <laughs> and then I, I I've showed people Like my homie David David Sargent My homie right there He like Reminds me like Like it's funny how he does it But He tells me like He'll hear some of my shit Or like now when he heard it He'll be telling people He's like So why do you DJ? If you got this And I'm like Because I've like he makes like, like Kevin Nash, like I, I, I try mm -hmm. it. I try to I try to put this out here, but you know how hard it is to get a whole show that I get paid a hundred bucks, let's say at least, you know, a certain amount of price for a DJ set is a lot more than me doing a 
15 minute or 30 minute set on a collective show oh, in a hip hop okay. night. A hip hop artist, if it's my whole event, then I'm paying people out. Yep. If it's just me on there, they're going to give me a cut. If I'm not selling tickets, all those intangibles, you know, everything that factors into it, it's a lot easier just being a DJ when they go, oh, you want a DJ for us? Okay, so it goes nine to two. You have your own equipment. You have your own speakers. We'll give you 10% of the bar tab. Here's your flat rate. Shit. Boom. When you're when you, when you when you're an, a hip-hop artist or anything, like even a singer, folk singer, anybody who's an individual artist, you have to work out like, like, okay, I'm going from nine to two. How much material do you have? You know, oh, you gotta fill like, it like up. This guy man. right here, for example, well, I know, I know, like, I, I know that doesn't factor to him because I've seen this guy's library and he has like thousands of fucking songs like sitting on shit that I even like to go back to for years. Fucking, dude, uh, I got fucking, what's it called? What's my shit? April, I know you know it. My lobsters and fucking lobsters and pasta, lobsters and pastas, bro. Talk about this, stuff. what, bro? I dropped that shit in the fucking podcast. Lobsters and pasta, Chewy. When oh, when we when we're done. You're hearing lobsters and pasta. Okay, I'm excited for it now. This guy right here, he's pissed. Oh, no. <laughs> he's what pissed. What happened? Why? He's what? pissed. That was the song. Listen, that's a jam. And he hates So, you know, you know those things, like, that you do back, like, 20 years ago that you might regret? Yep. Dude, those songs that, like, that song <laughs> is what made me bigger back in the day as a solo artist, you know? But it's like my my warrants cherry pie, dude. I hate that fucking <laughs> song. I hate the song. I think it's stupid. But the crowd used to get lit. People love like, it. It's everybody's favorite song. I don't like, know why. I'm it's like, a, it's one it, of the dumbest fucking I bet songs you, I've ever like, wrote in my life. I, it's stupid. The lyrics are stupid. The beat. The it's beat, a, no. The beat. The beat's fresh. So it's like a gift and a curse. I like to revisit the beat and so, just rewrite it. I don't know. Right to 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 go off oh what he's saying. God. Like the the lyrics. To be honest, I don't even. I, because it listen, it's not don't don't hate me when I say this. This is the first time I'm ever gonna say anything. And I'm always hyping this guy up. I'm the fucking the dick rider of this guy, you know, like straight up. I'm always like, dude, that's dope, that's dope. He goes, nah, it's not, nah, nah, nah. And I'm like, okay. If you say so, like, you know, I'm always that guy. But straight up, I don't know what the fuck he's saying in his lyrics. Like so the quality, that's it's an old school song. So imagine like recording shit like. 2002 or something. Yeah, so the lyrics were talking about killing people and going to court. Over my lyrics, like battle rapping and cooking them up as lobsters and pasta and just eating them up. It was so stupid. I can hear but like the you, song is like a party savage. song because I was. You need captions uh, to hear how the like no. he needs to re-release it and okay, master it. We're gonna play this. I'll show you on, on this show. I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> fuck, fuck not, Kevin Nash for playing lobsters and pasta. <laughs> it's coming out next week. Stop it, <laughs> y'all motherfuckers are true, dude. If you if I could go, I'm gonna get you drunk and I I'm gonna go through your a, fucking library and I'm gonna leak that song to myself and I'm Listen, gonna put that shit out. There's so much fuckery going on. This is a show about Tony Cujo today. Oh yeah, <laughs> I want to talk about lobsters and pasta. We'll talk about that <laughs> on our own fucking time. Yo, all right. Today is that, Tony Cujo. I, um, <laughs> it is I got this remix time. coming out called Lobsters and Pasta Two. <laughs> oh my god! I want to sample lobsters and pasta. You know what? I'm glad y'all at least like. I'm glad it's something that people love, and they're just not shitting on me, and they're just like, oh. remember that fucking it's, it's terrible like, song you did, dude? And they're bringing it up, and it's like, yeah, I'd probably rather fuck. One of my brothers, I don't know. I was just like, <laughs> at least it's not that bad. You know what I mean? Right. It's that one that just he showed it, love, bro. It, he it, showed it, it made it, but I mean, it's I got songs like that too that I'm just like, the Boom. fuck. But 
Like, what the fuck? Hey, bro, you know what? But that's good, though, because that shows your growth. Because, like, when I listen to my first podcast episode, I'm like, I don't want, I don't want to listen to this. Like, this shit sucks. Like, you know what I mean? But if you listen throughout, throughout the episodes, like, you just hear growth and quality gets better and editing gets right. better. You know, just like your oh, guys' music. the quality of stuff today now, dude, like, after... It's there. So, I you mean, know, you, you can see your guys' progress, you know, from your oh, early yeah, work yeah. to now, and you're like, fuck. You, you gotta really know, better, too, you know? once we drop shit, like, Cujo, I mean, Casio, Hypocrite, me, like, once we drop some stuff, people are gonna hear a certain quality. They're gonna hear a certain sound. And, like, they're gonna be like, Man, this is it's different. And everybody's so diverse. Like we talked about this before. The diversity that we have is just is di- yeah, it's dude, all it's, it's impressive, man. And like I was telling you, I love variety, you know, it's the spice of life, you know, it keeps things interesting. You have to. You have to appreciate like what's your favorite style of music that for you? If what's in your um, car? What's the number one thing you're listening to when you hop in your car? What are you listening to right now? What's your number one man? Let's go. Um, so any music I like Barbara Streisand. No, <laughs> Meat, Meatloaf, R.I.P. Like oh. I love metal. Um, like I don't know if you guys heard of Ramstein. Yeah, I love Ramstein, Slipknot. Um, you know, Corn. Okay, oh, so you like that new metal shit? Yep, okay. new metal. But I love gangster rap. You know, I used to I used to listen to them a lot. You know, like you're a Raider fan, so it's like you got to have the Mexican no, that that too short <laughs> shit. You know, you right? Like, yeah, the gangster shit. NWA. You what know, what are you listening to? What's your number one right now? Um, I mean, I honestly you pose a question and not even lobsters and pasta. That that's that, I wasn't I was supposed to be the one the questionnaire. I wasn't supposed to be you know the the one. Okay, there you go. Getting He's it flipped on me. Uh-huh. Go ahead. You're asking me the question. I thought he was going to ask something. That's the question. I, I like what I'm hearing. Fuck. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I'd literally have to look, like, legitimately, like, right here. I can tell you mine right it's now. It's all Britney Spears. Oops, right. I like, did it oh, again. Oh, hey, you know, swear to God, though, as a DJ, I'm always looking at, we call these things mashups, right? You guys know what those are? Mm-hmm. You know, songs between other songs. And I just heard a fucking mashup with Toxic, Britney Spears, right? Because to be honest, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you some Tony Cujo insight. This is a secret. So whoever the fuck got this podcast ten years from now, and if I'm on the fucking red carpet with this guy, you heard it here first. This is gonna get you ten thousand dollars if I'm at the red carpet. Damn. I'll 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 give you ten thousand if you could repeat this back. The first three CDs I bought. In 1999 It might have been End of 99 Or beginning of 2000 <laughs> My mom Didn't understand What the little Parental advisory thing On the CD was <laughs> So I was like I'm gonna go in And I'm buying Three CDs I bought Eminem The Slim Shady LP Okay I bought Nelly Country Grammar and I bought Britney Spears. Hit me, baby, one more time. I fucking bought that fucking album because I thought she was sexy in that school skirt. Dude, I was yes. like, I was like, I want that. And I listened, dude. I had, I know those songs. Like, I could sit there and listen to fucking sometimes and 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 run away and fucking hit me, baby, toxic and lonely and lucky. I know. Listen, fuck all y'all. I love Britney Spears still. That crazy bitch. 
Yeah. I've told. You I've seen told her Instagram? I've told Lulu. No, she I watched her Instagram. I was just talking to April about it the other day. I was like, yo, she just sent me a dance and her little ass off. Fucking dude, topless. Just, that's what like, she wanted, on. right? She's like, I want my own shit. And then first thing she starts doing, she's like, I'm posting myself fucking my ass, my titties. All I'm like, go, girl. It's like she said, that's my body. I do what I want. I've been wanting you to post that shit. Right. Years, but. You all have her OnlyFans, though? She has OnlyFans? Only no, I don't know. Oh, you got us all excited. You got me excited. Everybody Dude, right here podcast April is going to a million. Like, oh, <laughs> April's about to fucking slap She's you. She's on one of you paying April's for an like, OnlyFans. April's like, right. She's like, who the fuck? Let me see your OnlyFans page. You got hypocrite? You're a hypocrite's fucking 20, 250th follower? You're like, I follow you know, him. If it's free, I'm going to check it out. I know you. I don't know what you're into on Mondays until Saturday. You're changing it up. Hypocrites ain't free, though. Not no more. <laughs> Um, gaining followers too Shout out hypocrite Yo but for real <laughs> Toxic There was a cool ass mashup That I heard um, Over Pony Oh over what From Genuine uh, It was like Dude We used to skate Like I used to go to a skating Skate country ring, huh? But nah <laughs> This is in New Mexico It's oh, actually Skating ring Skate city skating. It's what it was called um, but my dad would drop uh, me and my me and my sister and my brother off like every weekend, so him and my mom, my, my stepmom can go dance, right? Mm-hmm. And That's what uh, they called it. man, we would skate. Man, Pony would come on. You know what? You know, let me let me tell you the songs that would come on that were the best. Knocking the boots. No, no. <laughs> Pony would come on by Genuine. People would love it. Uh, no diggity. No my black street, bro. That shit was a jam. Uh, Quad City DJs. Uh, Get on the train, choo choo, and ride it. Oh man, shit. that was the that was the like, fucking j- yeah. Right. Everybody do the train, do be like backwards skating. That was yeah, man, backwards skates. Dude, that's exactly what it was, bro. We'd be flipping around, dude. You'd hold that train though, just like that's so nice. It was the jam back in Texas, bro. They used to have lock-ins. Remember lock-ins? Did they have any of those over here? Yeah, they dude, had a, you fucking, could stay the night. You sleep there, and I'm like, really? I couldn't yeah, even dude, imagine. You make out with some cute little girls. You sleeping in the dude, same sleep? They would have people looking over there with flashlights, like it's fucking, like you're at the fucking rave or something. Like, yo, what's going on over here? Get back in your sleeping bag. What's going on? They over here flashing sleeping bags, and I'm just trying to sit here like. I'm going to backwards skate by that girl over there so she knows to come by my sleep bag tonight. Like, watch this. I'm going to cut her off. I'm going to spoot around and, and backwards I'm gonna skate. And I'm going to look at her in the eyes. This goes out to all the women in the world, especially her, that you'll put your hand up on my hip. When I dip, you dip, we dip. dip, dip. Yeah, that I was just another dropped one that shit last yeah. night. I dropped that go. shit last night. I'm at the... <laughs> mm-hmm. Remember, I was doing like shit like... Yo, the skate rink was, was no joke back in the day, bro. It's different now, bro, I guess. I don't know. But no, everything's... You can't... I, I don't think anybody in the, the day, world would put somebody late. in a lock-in. They'd be like, I'm going to go drop off my fucking daughter no, over then here at this lock-in. Phone call from TPD or something saying that one of those white kids shot up everybody. No, they're going to be like, <laughs> the, the, the teacher, the person that was running the lock-in hooked up with all the girls. It's going to turn into a Jerry Sandusky <laughs> shit. You know, there was a girls and breakout boys. like Burning Man. <laughs> In the skate country, <laughs> you know they're gonna have the fucking Burning Man cross in the back. Just fucking sit there. That's even worse. Memorial. Is this next to the dispensary. Dude? The dispensary. Bro, right now everything's something's crazy, burning. Man. All right, bro. Anybody can buy. Fuck. I remember, like they don't even card people. Like you could be sitting there, you gonna be drinking. Everybody's drunk. You're smoking. I want. Listen, it's crazy. Hey, I just want to just want to say real quick. Talking about skating. 
couple weeks ago, Arlene went to skate country and oh, she fell. Arlene, let's go. Oh, <laughs> shit. She, she her fell. Knee. I heard it couldn't be a podcast show without mentioning uh, Arlene. So shout no, out to bitch Arlene. Not mentioning Arlene. There he goes. Right there, it is. She fell. So Mention what's her name? What's her name? You tell us. What's your name? You want me to say it? Yeah. I don't even know the girl. Same. I don't even know what she even looks like. Who cares? Nobody knows her boyfriend even... either, but that's bitch ass actor. Damn. Oh shit! Shots fired. <laughs> no, dude. The first day she he met her, her shout out bitch ass Arlene. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the first day, so we're, it was him and Shane. You know, you guys were here, and then Arlene I heard that was podcast. just salad fingers was chilling, hanging. She was on just the supposed to be an, uh, an audience, but she became part of the show. Like the within the first two minutes, okay, Johnny's like, "Yeah, bitch ass Arlene," <laughs> and she just started laughing. I was like, "Yes, these are the type of people." He I said, want he said "You're in. You're part of my. Yeah. You're my co-host." <laughs> like I was like, "It's my kind of people, right there." When you said, "Bitch ass Arlene," I'm like, "Yeah." You know, to the skating rig shit though. I remember the DJ. They used to throw down, and I don't even know if they, that's a thing, but like, like I met my homie. Uh, his name is Luke. Shout out Luke. He uh he runs he's a DJ at Curves or Loves. And you better get his shit right, man. Dude, he's well, no, shut not? that man out. Luke, no, I say, well, Luke, I you work at one of the strip clubs, homie. I know it's the same shit. <laughs> Loves, Cabernet, or Curves. You see some titties every day. Cabernet. But well, I don't know how you say the word. Show. How do you say the fucking word, man? Cabaret. Cabaret. Listen, I told you I'm not good with numbers. You just had to give speak. him shit. We're talking words. I don't know how to fucking Speak <laughs> You know this Shout out Man Luke. Shout out Luke's Cabernet Yo shout out Luke Uncle Luke But he's out there spinning bro And he, he even had me like I just gotta Get that shit in, in, in line But um Even maybe even DJing over there But that banana? We fucking yep. sat banana there candy. At um You know the skating rinks Back in the day And they used to The DJs used to be a thing Like too Like over there You know like I'm trying to just plug myself Into every Opportunity to get exposed in that area too and um and, and 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 anything really like i've done bro i just told you earlier i'm not even hispanic but you see me mm-hmm. I, Indian. people see me right out the front and Dude, they go, i thought you people were go, hey compa you know they just start talking to me just like hey kdz <coughs> i'm just like just look at huh? me look at them and say orale and they you just know? walk away and then i say one word like i used to work at admissions place bro and i used to say just one word because i heard it from other people so they'd be like, oh, hola, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Monday? They're like, hola. And I'm like, then they just Monday. start saying, I'm like, and Monday, you know Monday, <laughs> right? Not yeah. The day of the week. It is? No, it's a fucking right. But I said that. I said that because I heard people say it. Like, I used to, I used to Monday. literally, I used to write that shit down. Like, this is, this is how good your boy is as a people person. I'm big on trying to be humble and courteous and people mm-hmm. and gratitude, all that bullshit. And, I, I wrote down Like I asked my dude I was like hey So how do I um, Say have a good day They're like Okay que tenga un buen día Right And I wrote shit down Like que tenga un buen día Okay cool And then like I got people coming in That are deaf And I'm like hey How do I say hello I write shit down And they're like This is hello Goodbye Have a good night Like shit like that Just so I can Ooh. help Yeah ASL I, I, I'm up, always man. trying to like Help people Like you know like, Hey if I, if I can commute that was like, Right that was back AOL days man. <laughs> and, ASL and I used to just try to like always, always, always just help myself and learn just a little bit more so I can help people out. But I heard that word. I was like, what the fuck is Monday? I hear you guys always say Monday. Monday. And then he's like, oh, it's like, what's up? Like, what? Like, okay. So they repeat like, you know, it. So I'm like, 
So I said it, and I'm just like, this person, I was just saying it, like, honestly, like, I used to fuck with people, like, that were Spanish, you know, to make them think, like, I know Spanish, but I said that one time, and it was, like, Monday, and the dude's like, oh, and I'm like, mm-hmm, I was like, I fucked up, because now this guy won't get out of my ear. Because you said thinking, what? Because I said this one word where I was like, what's going on? And then, bam, it just became, like, a whole, like, and then, Your like, next new word is, mira, mira. <laughs> tell him, listen, tell listen. him, tell him, tengo frijoles en mi culo. <laughs> yeah, then he's gonna fucking. I, I know what that means. You know what's crazy is like I I've know what that means. I, I, I've I've taken so much Spanish that like I I can understand it, but I can't speak it back. So that's the problem. Is that I look, you know, in in Chicago when you do this shit, if you walk inside a fucking what? Listen, like I said, I listen to how I pronounce words. I, I don't know if I'm gonna say this right. The Connie Sierras. Canaceras, Canaceras, that thing, right? <laughs> so I'd walk in there and like in Chicago, straight up, you walk inside one of those stores, the meat markets, and they're like, hey, can you uh, me gusta ayuda, something like that, whatever, how can I help, whatever, right? And I'm like, I'm looking for some, uh, I, I, I cheddar meat so I can make some skirt steak, you know, shit like that. They're like, oh, right here, my friend, right here, this is the meat you want. I'm out here by like Irvington and fucking, I don't know, 6th or 12th or Alvernon. It's like a good ass meat market. And I walk in and I kept telling the dude, I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah can I get, good. can I get, um, you know, fucking just, uh, arancheta meat, skirt steak. And he's like, okay. I'm like, oh no, the, you don't know English. This one? He's like, okay. Like he like try to do it on purpose. Like, dude, like I feel like that's oh. what they, they try to be like. Because I'm brown, I'm like, well, you're the one being racist first because you're profiling me just because I'm brown. You know, there's natives in this town. He, he expects you to say in Spanish. There's fucking Tona Odoms and Pasca Yaki's. There's all these fucking... And I don't even know how to say it. I hear that dude say it on the radio every time. I hear those dudes on the radio say it every time. He's like, Desert Diamond, proud of the Tohono Odom. And I'm like, I don't hey, even that know. That was actually lit. What no, that, the was that was legit. I, that was I don't know. Sounded like him. I don't know how they say I, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, yo, is this the Tohono Odoms? This the... You know, I don't, I don't know. But I what kind of Indian are you? I'm a Skogie Creek. Shout out Oklahoma City. There you Skogie. go. What's up, baby? Like uh, Mel Haggard made a song. Y'all can look it up. That's a fact check. He Come says, and, and Ogie from I already Muskogee. know the song. <laughs> and Ogie from Skogie. And he starts singing his fucking Mel Haggard shit, you know? I go, I, I know music like that. I'm a DJ. <laughs> Nice. Fucking Waylon Jennings. We talked about some shit before. Bro, Waylon, Waylon Jennings is my favorite. Me and Jeremy get lost in the fucking sauce. We already know. Waylon, you know I, got, I got some Waylon Jennings covers I'm going to do, actually. <laughs> nice. You do. This dude's sitting on a lot of music. Um, I got... I need to find my Willie Nelson for the song that I want to do, though. One of them. Because I want to do... Mamas Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up To Be Cowboys. <laughs> and I said, don't fucking say. I love Waylon Jennings, man. I love fucking country, though, but you know, whatever it is. And that's just weird. That's what the, that I goes back to, to like that whole, I like, I do. What's in your car shit? Because it's like, <laughs> this guy <laughs> loves I'll, to jam. Like, he, he showed the script on you. jamming death, dude. No, he was <laughs> so excited to show me. I came over one time in the studio. We're finishing up, and he goes, Look at these two new records I got right here. I got this Waylon Jennings. <laughs> this right here is a classic. He goes, You ever heard. Ella Fitzgerald, dude. I get like the, the song with the Robert person Johnson. that sold his soul in the middle of the oh, road. Robert Johnson. And yeah. I'm like, I heard this shit. And I'm like, I felt like, like you know, some Damien shit's gonna have like six, <laughs> hey, six, six. Like this he's man got that. Then he's like, and I got some cannibal dude, corpse. Like, <laughs> dude, their influences, dude, huge influence. Like a lot of these, like especially Robert Johnson. 
We're gonna talk about this, man. Yeah, we, we got a, we got another interview coming up, mm -hmm. and it's gonna be hell yeah lit. Oh yeah, it's gonna be the Crystal Mountain interview. Yeah, we yeah, definitely out here doing a thing. I mean, I got shit I'm working on. I got we're sitting on tracks, uh, DJ side of things. Like I'm over here making again, money, making Thursdays, names. Sundays at the Rock. Not every Thursday. Follow my social media handles. Everything IG, TikTok. Yeah, what is Everything. your social social so, media handles? IG, I'm on official Tony Cujo. Everything mainly just type in Tony Cujo, but the legit shit. Can is you spell out Cujo for him? K U J O. That's go. Cujo, not and with the C. The links will be in the uh, episode um, description as well. Yeah, appreciate that. Um, Facebook, it's it's all the same. I don't care if you just want to be my friend on there. You can see my personal pictures. And you Fuck got a it. link tree too, right? Um, link tree, yeah. Link tree backslash Tony Cujo. IG official Tony Cujo, Snapchat Tony Cujo, TikTok official Tony Cujo, uh, TikTok, I mean, uh, Spotify Tony Cujo. Coming soon. OnlyFans Tony Cujo. OnlyFans, <laughs> check out my left nipple. You know, right here, shout out. It's about to get pierced soon. Shout out Sparky. Yo, I got my nose pierced, Sparky, man. He hooked me up. But... Hey, shout out to Sparky. Held hey, out. Let's go. Low key, my shit fell out the other day. Oh, no. Uh oh. He told me to go see him, but I didn't see him. You know what I did? Pop that shit right through. I had to do it myself. Yeah. I had to learn a few things. I Look saw that you, it was spinning. I was sitting there like, <laughs> it's not straight. Do I straighten it and then put it in? And I just started like spinning it and it worked. But it took like four hours. Anybody four. you want to shout out to? Yeah. What? How much time we got? Um. Whatever. I don't have no limit, man. As far as you guys want to go. Right. You don't say no. Yeah. I'm a whore, bro. I'm a whore. I didn't see that. So, and what do you want to talk about, bro? You got some. Get it. So off I your got chest. some other shit. Let's, Let's do. Go. Um, I'm over here. John Henry, shout out Lucid Lizard. Uh, Wes, he put me on. Uh, Adrian got me over there at uh, John Henry's the last three Fridays. Um, nine to two, nine to one thirty, right there off Pennington and Sixth. Uh, Sky bars on Saturdays. You can catch me in there if I'm not there. Like I said, shout out Lucid Lizard. They're out there holding it down. Um, Tuesdays, I just started up. The last two Tuesdays, I met Cobra. Cobra Arcade. Oh, Bar. dude. I still have like a fucking handful bro, of come coins. Through. Let's, Let's go, play, bro. Let's go play Gravitron and Joust. Let's do dude, it. Dude, I've been wanting to go. Like, because like, I didn't know how much the coins were, so I put like $20. And like up. I got a fuckload, dude. And like <laughs> I didn't, up. I didn't spend them all, so I still got like a whole fuckload. Fuck yeah, I sit dude. in there and like, like I said, my girl's young. I don't mean to be, I'm not trying to talk shit about my girl. Girl, I love you. You know that, Lulu. But I like she don't know these old school games. Like we go in there and everybody's Street like Fighter, Mortal Kombat, everybody, well, Killer she knows, Instinct, like, bro. She knows some of those games, like some of them. But I go straight to fucking like Joust. <laughs> Y'all know the game Joust. Yeah, man. Atari twenty six hundred. Doesn't make any sense. Wait, this like game. the Olympic Joust? No, no this game right like, here. You're, you're on the back of an ostrich. Like an ostrich you're bro. on the back you got, of an like, ostrich. Jousting things, and there's like little platforms. There's lava, and, and you, you gotta, gotta go fucking jump like on these <laughs> guys' heads who run the other ostriches, and then a pterodactyl comes around. <laughs> you like the fuck, each other, dude. It doesn't make. Look, listen. I'm the old school Atari. It doesn't. Well, listen. I'm the one to talk about. We all old as fucking here, but like. Even a Nintendo, you had Joust, so not just Atari, but you can just press the right button, just the right trigger, and the motherfucking ostrich just be running. You don't even have to do shit. You just you just hold the right trigger and he'd be going. Nice. And then you gotta press 
B or whatever the right button. Then had no they had no buttons, you know, the numbers <laughs> or letters on this it's shit. It's just a joystick. Joystick and this little thing. This little this is how you jump. And you hit this top of this fucking guy and an egg comes out. What? You gotta collect the egg. If you don't, it hatches into a man and the ostrich comes back and you fucking gotta kill him again. Like, it's this, this game doesn't make no sense. It doesn't at all. And like Defender, Defender, all that shit. Like, it, it, please, did you pull it up? I did. I did. I pulled up a video. <laughs> I, I, I'm watching the Joust video. I can't believe this was. I thought you were fucking with me, bro. No, it's a real. He like, rides so, a so, fucking. So, dude, like, I, I was, I was like really good with English, like not all the way. Like, shout out, I had an English teacher named Miss English, but she fucking like, she was always like, if you just apply yourself. But I love poetry. Poetry was a shit. What is the most dangerous book you have ever read? How about Mein Kampf by the notorious leader of the Nazis, Adolf Hitler? Or the book the Beatles warn us about in their classic song, Revolution? Quotations from Chinese Communist leader Chairman Mao. Maybe you would hide your copy of Bertrand Russell's Why I'm Not a Christian. Or even semi-fictional works like Salman Rushdie's book, The Satanic Verses. That book had him living in hiding from angry Muhammad followers. But what about a book that is most likely not only dangerous to own and read, but could very well be illegal in many countries? Roderick Edwards' book, How to Overthrow Our Government takes the reader on a historical and hypothetical journey of revolution, civil war, and sedition. From ancient Chinese farmers turning their farm tools into weapons, to the attempted impeachment of the U.S. President Trump. This book has it all. Get it today before it's banned forever. But poetry is the shit. It is the shit. And I fucking sat there... And I would learn about medieval times, you know, jousting, you know, the fucking joust, yep. you know, where they fucking get on the back. What's that? That's going on right now. Renaissance fair. And you can go watch people joust. But when I fucking knew this game, I've, I'm not even going to lie to you for like the dumb man, Like, I'm kind of dumb because I believe wrestling was real, right? <laughs> fucking for the longest. And I even like, thought Lucha. I thought Lucha was real. We're fucking sitting there watching those midgets go at it. There was two midgets in the Lucha and they were going crazy. And they were... I didn't know who to root for. I was like, fuck them up. <laughs> Throw them from the top turnbuckle. And they were jumping through the rings. Midgets, bro. The midgets. Flying. I mean, is that what I'm supposed to call them? I, shout out, I know people that are people. They're, they're small, but... They're little people. They're the people, man. No, I, like, I don't know. The little small people. people. I just feel bad. I said it like six times. So Am I going to be fucking... It's dwarfism. People going to be like, that dude's a fucking... Like the terminology, Tony right? Cujo, and I just lost 18 followers. <laughs> 18 followers. So were you disappointed when you found out porn was fake Hey, Bridget, well? the midget's going to be here. Porn's not fake. Raiders leave. Yeah, they don't love each other, bro. I don't care about the love. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Love's <laughs> not, not the thing for me. I, I mean, <laughs> sex is sex. I wish everybody could be poly somehow sometimes, you know? Right? Polly's, Polly's the fucking thing, you know. But I guess it's just you I'm over here fucking Lulu. I love. I'm you. married. So. <laughs> no, you know what? My wife's sitting oh, right man. next to me. Hey, but she knows. She's like, <laughs> Jeremy's. Over, she was watching you with the big eye. Like, you better not shake your damn head. Yes, he's like. She's all staring at you for your reaction, right, man? He's like, midget. The bridge is gonna breathe. The bridge is gonna be here. And he's like, she's like, how do you know? How you know about this OnlyFans? How you know about Bridget the Midget? I know who I midget? go to bed with. I know who I dream with. I'm not going to lie. I've seen Bridget the Midget porn. <laughs> so I've never what? seen that. Dude, type it in. What, Bridget the Midget? I, I know she who she is, but i never She's seen gonna her She's going to be here porn. at Raiders Reef on the, what, the 26th, I think. Whoa. What the fuck? I kind of know the date. She's going to be stripping thing, and shit? Mm-hmm. I mean, she's... Yeah, it's a strip club. She's going to strip? What? She's going to put her little booty up. You're probably going to have to pay $50 to go in there. I mean, she ain't going to do it for free. 
Damn, dude. That's I mean, I don't know. Maybe she would. She's it'll be the same cover, I'm sure. Maybe it's to be half price. <laughs> half price. <laughs> you know, nah, it's a, that's a late joke, you know what I'm saying? A late joke, you know, that's that late roller. That's one of those ones that was like a gutter ball, like half price people in the audience like, what the fuck? Because it's half the person. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Hey, you said it. <laughs> Not me. She got a whole um, lot of booty for a little girl. I mean, I, back in the porno, I mean, she scenes, made a, I mean, I, she I, made a she made a profession out of it. I mean, it, I so. seen her porns. I mean, like a little Betty like Page. A long time. It's been like twenty years. Ago. A little Betty Boop. <laughs> they should have made a fucking Wizard of Oz porno. Like, I bet there is one. So many Oompa Loompa like girls. Like, is that bad? I mean, the midgets, the girls. The <laughs> I'm little all girls. sitting here thinking like the Wicked Witch. What I'm saying that, is, like, I'm, the flying I'm, I'm talking about like the, the material, like, like bro. Like you know what? Like, like what's the movie? The fucking the, the G movie. Um, Magic Boogie, Boogie Nights. Like you we know, were just talking about this the other day. You know how much like, on the like witch. this is. This is it's one of my favorite movies. I know I'm on a podcast and I shouldn't be saying these ideas, but I'm dead serious. Like I have some ideas. Like if I made it. I might need to direct Get into some porn. The porno business, bro. Because just to direct it, like I could be that dude. I don't give a fuck, like with the beard. What's his name? Burt Reynolds looking motherfucker. Like I think it is Burt. Who's that? With the beard? Is it Burt Reynolds and Boogie How many Nights? people have a beard, bro? You? Johnny Arson has a beard. <laughs> hey, in this I, room, one. Can I be your casting director? <laughs> yes, yes. No, you could be supporting cast. You could be star. I you could be the star. You ever seen? Code, oh yes. my lord! There's a movie called Bucky Larson. Uh, <laughs> child porn star porn like you why oh my lord you gotta David Spade it's uh David it's Spade. fucking what's that Nick Swartzen Nick Swartzen yeah that's what it is look my god this is this is crazy but my ideas for it is like to take movies like that I'm dead ass serious like you could be sitting there and just have like you know that movie I mean that TV show with the guy who like uh just the cash cab. Hey, welcome to the cash cab, dude. Yes. All Remember, like, Bang Bus was so exciting for all of us as kids. Like, everybody's like, oh my God, the it Bang Bus, dude. Back. Like, it's, they didn't show him bus. This was the wrong fucking Bang Bus feed I got. I, I this used was to think the worst that was one. real. Right? No, so, so just like me with wrestling. Just like, like me. And it happens to, up to, these girls it happens like, to all of it. In the back I'm like, they really threw beans drives. at her? Dude, it happens to all of us. We all fall for this, you know, that. Reality. I thought it was legit when I was younger. <laughs> There's a lot of fiction in reality, you know? It's like wrestling. It's like the Matrix. <laughs> no, that's what I just said. I said it happens to all of us. That's why I said, so you fell for it. This world is like the fucking Matrix sometimes. Like I'm like, UFC. just take me out. Give me those fucking squids and unplug my head. Like, I'm tired of fucking seeing... If I can't fucking see Kevin Nash powerbomb a stinky-ass dick or a fucking a Bridget the Midget and you're telling me Lucha's not real and fucking... There's so many fake titties. There's so much intangibles that go into this that I just... Everything's a lie. Let's just go to the Matrix. The cake is a lie. You know, you see how much... <sighs> yes. That's fact. Yes. Lobsters and pasta, baby. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, but for real. Um, my ideas would be, like, to just recreate, like, all that type of shit. Everybody wants to do, like, Star Wars and all this stuff. But it's, like, just doing that raw... And then, like, script stuff. Like, dude, like, I definitely have some ideas that I could tell... Um, I forgot the main dude. Remember Hustler magazine? You, you got to come up with a badass production name. Like it's Harry gotta... Flint? Skeet Productions. <laughs> Harry Flint. Skeet, Skeet, Skeet. Harry Flint. Is he dead? <laughs> bro, he died a long Damn, time ago. Damn, bro. Look. He died. Don't fact check me. I tell you that, bro. 
I don't know who that is. Speaking up, he, like, he's Hugh the Hefner hustler or Harry Flint. He's Harry the Flint. hustler guy. Oh, the yeah, owner was like the competitor of uh, Hugh Hefner. Oh, but he showed actually Hugh he showed Hefner, a lot of vagina. Even though he's than... dead, is going through a lawsuit right now. Really? Oh, Hugh Hefner? Yeah. They dig they dig up his grave, just bring him to court. Yeah, that's what right. I'm saying. Like they're just like he's not here to present himself. He can't be sued, and then they bring up a dead ass body on a fucking on stand. What do you got to say? They're like. He's a mute. He's mute. <laughs> he pleads the fifth. Put your hand on the Bible's hand. Disintegration falls out. He's like, we'll take that. <laughs> what do you got to say for yourself? Jaw just falls out. He's still got a fucking boner just sitting there. Just fucking. <laughs> They're going to call in Dr. Herbert West to fucking get him to answer. <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> Oh shit! I don't know Murder. if you guys know that one, but Herbert West. Herbert West. You ever see the Reanimator? Yes, that's like eighties, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, it's old. He's he old. made zombies, right? Yeah, and then like there's this dude, one scene though, school. dude, and it's like he has this head cut off, and like the head that's cut off is like trying to fucking fuck this chick. <laughs> like, it's wild. Bro. Those are the movies. I was just talking about this last night to a bunch of people. They're like. What type of movies you like? I was like, I like horror movies, but old school corny horror movies like, like Leprechaun. Bad taste. Like Leprechaun. Leprechaun. Like, Remember he that, went to Vegas. Clowns from space, from outer space. Like Killer clowns. Clown. 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 Like, I liked like weird movies like that, but I like Leprechaun because like it was so corny. Because this dude be like my lucky coin, you know, all fucking just about this fucking coin, and then like everybody would have like like there'd be fucking. There's some Francis titties. from Pee Wee was in there. He's always. He, oh, yes, yes. He was in the beginning with Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Who was uh, who played the dude? Uh, her boyfriend guy. Uh, uh, Kevin Bacon. Kevin. No. Was uh, it Kevin? No. Uh, um, There's so many stars. It was somebody like that. It was somebody. There was. It, it was a pretty. There was. A, it was a pretty star-studded cast for the first leopard. Was it Sutherland? Dude. Right. Kiefer Sutherland. It was somebody weird, like. Dude, like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one. Johnny Depp. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like those old school corn. Like I would go to Blockbuster. Or Hollywood video Ice-T Ice was in it And like we would what? rent Like um, I would rent like the stupidest fucking movies Like like that And you know what was one of my funny Like he was favorite like movies Like though. Even like Jason Like you would see that it's like Completely fake The dude gets hit Hit with a machete in the face And he's just like Ugh! And then like he's in a wheelchair And he rolls down the wheels And his like <laughs> Heads bobbing everywhere Like And I'm like Damn that's fucking crazy But then when you watch it older You're like Damn, that's fucking crazy stuff. My girl's like, this is fucking shitty. Like, why the fuck are we watching? I'm like, you can go in the other room. I'll finish watching this movie. fucking Jason movie. <laughs> What's that like, one where Jason goes to Manhattan? Oh, you know yeah. what's funny? And it's he's like, like boxing a guy yes. and he punches his head off. You know, <laughs> corny, but it was I liked him. I yeah. used to I used to like those movies like a lot. You know what one of my favorite movies was? The Garbage Pell Kids. That was a movie? Yeah, dude. I got it on Blu-ray. That and the Toxic Avenger. Toxic series, Avenger. Oh, I seen that. There's like I like five those of them. corny ass movies, but dude, Garbage Pell Kids. I'll let you borrow it. Yes, you I have it still. It. Is it on tape? It's on Blu-ray. I got it on Blu-ray, oh, dude. Shit. Come on now. You know I got some black tapes. market motherfuckers. Dude, the Toxic Avenger. That movie wouldn't fly nowadays. People would get there's, so offended. There's dude, a lot there's of movies so, like yeah, that. Yeah, a lot of movies like that, bro. There's a lot. Um, like they hardly even show titties now in movies. Actually, nowadays. have you guys seen the Peacemaker shit? That's why you gotta watch like the the weird movies show titties, like Cabin Fever. 
Yeah. It's like it's like gory as fuck, but you see some titties, but then like he's touching her back and her skin's falling off, and you're just like from the you can't like even the find no the original dude from fucking the one with the dude from Boy Meets World. Oh right, yeah, you they, can't they have even the find one. that no more. Yeah, it's really. I'll it's tell you what show. though, if you want to see a really dope remake, so back in the day there Evil was a Dead. movie called uh, Cannibal Holocaust. Oh yeah, yeah. And so. They got Eli in trouble Roth with that. Ended up doing like a remake called The Green Inferno. Oh, I seen that. I have it. Fucking lit, dude. I have it on Blu-ray. So good. I like Shut Get Roth out, movies. dude. Watch, yeah. dude. Gory Green movies. Inferno is dope. They're fucked up, but I like them. Like oh. I, I watched Saw just because, like, like Saw Four. It's a shitty one or five, and in the beginning of the movie, like they're cutting this girl in half. Like, boom, and I'm like, it's fucked up, but I, I like to see it somehow. Sometimes I don't know why. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 a fucked up thing. Really I love those up. movies. Uh, the thing. Oh yeah, the, the thing was fucked up. It was scary. Like even to this Yo, day, the thing is amazing. It's, like the John effects Carpenter. are amazing. The yeah. old thing. Yep. They remade it, but like the thing. Well, well I like how the remake... on, there's an original. There's then there's the remake with Kurt Russell, and then there's the thing too. Because there was the right, black Russell, and white. The one with Kurt Russell though, that Kurt Russell was bro, a hit. That one was I the showed black and white that one a couple years ago. And I love it, dude. dude. My dog shadows up in that bitch, <laughs> giving AIDS, <laughs> alien AIDS. I tell people I love that movie, and they'll watch it, and they're like, "That movie was gross." And I'm like, amazing. "I know, wasn't it amazing?" Right, it's, like, it's a trip. You um, know, I'll tell you what's dope too is like uh, new Nicolas Cage movies, man. Tales from the Ghostland, Pig, Mandy, Mandy, and the color. That's a crazy From movie. Outer Space. I have watch never seen them. I want to watch Mandy. So, I've seen the trailer. But every one of those. Nicolas Cage a has a new movie ready? coming out, and I think it's like about him being an actor that takes out oh, shitty movies. I want to see it. Yes, you see that dude. commercial? I For real? Did. They're like making fun of him? They're making fun. They pick him up. They're like, Bro, hey, they pitched this good. to you because they thought really you would be the good, one to take dude. this part. And he goes, how much are they asking? It's based on a real event. Oh, that's not even funny. I'll do it. And he's like, I'll do it. And he's going through all these fucking shitty ass movies, and it ended up being like a... I hire on to actually like get involved in some shit. So it's like a movie that like they were trying to make corny, but it ended up being like you know what we gotta do. Like, we gotta bring back like the riff tracks and the fucking mystery science theater. Mystery science theater. Like do a podcast where you're watching. the We movie can do that. Or like a, a what's that shit called? Like an actual like a stream. Yep. Where you're sitting there watching the fucking. Let's movies go. And just sitting dude, there. I'm down and have the movie stream too. Like I don't know how I don't know how the rights would go on that, but dude. We should Dude, we should fuck with it. You like, can have like I'm in. Hold on, hold on. Let's. Yeah, we'll get to Cut it. That we don't yeah. give anybody else the idea. Yeah, don't take our ideas. Take our ideas. Already patented. <laughs> October twenty first, twenty twenty. Lobsters and pasta. <laughs> <laughs> we um. I'm, so I'm at I'm at Cobra though. Back to some Tony Cujo shit, y'all. Um, Cobra on Tuesdays for the next couple. Couple weeks, we're doing a little trial air so I can try to get down on uh, Friday and Saturday. Um, but definitely a lot of music gonna be coming out soon. Like I'm on this uh, cipher. I don't know. I know you shouted it out. I don't know if you did the last podcast, um, but the one before too. Like he's got this cipher. He got me hooked on. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, meeting meeting Johnny was a blessing because it definitely started turning into a lot yeah, of we got, uh, it's a new cypher coming out it's dope it's a lot dope. of uh, channels and opportunities I mean this dude knows so many people in the game that's out here in Tucson like what he talked about what, did you, what was your old group the Hollows or what was your from the Gallows from the Gallows 
You ain't even paying attention, bro. Bro, that's you never even showed me like you showed me like one song of that. I heard Lobsters and Pasta more than I heard any of your other songs. <laughs> that's the truth. That's facts. <laughs> yeah. I've heard some old school Johnny Arson, but not no or what, what was his name? What was his name? Uh no, Johnny. Oh, I don't know if I should even say this. He has people calling him. He posted on his Facebook about oh, what's my other names. Everybody know my name. And, <laughs> and people are calling him now like, I know both of your names. Well, what do I win? I just said both of them on your phone. But he went by a whole other name. And Look at this text I get. Hey, homie, you need to come get your son. Michelle picked up a shift. You need to come pick up your son. Bro, I'm going to beat this fucking dude. <laughs> In oh, about Lord. 10 minutes, yeah. So we're going to hit this podcast oh, soon. Cool, man. So you guys got so, any more uh, shout-outs? Um, I, I got some shout-outs to do. Let me just plug yeah, my... Let's... So I'm out over here at the Cobra on Tuesdays. Uh, again, The Rock, Thursdays and Sundays. John Henry's um, Follow Lucid Lizard in Rave. Uh, I got this show coming up, Wookin' Jam, January 28th through the 31st. It's a three-day festival out. I think it's like 45 minutes uh, from Tucson. Uh, it's camping. It's 50 bucks. You can still get a ticket right now. You can buy tickets at the gate. Um, camping, fire, and there's there's like 50 artists. Wookin' Jam. Um, watch out for a potential in March. Uh, Rocky Point. Trying to get on this festival. It's, 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 it's in the world. It's like 80%. So um, just follow all my handles and, and keep up with me. I'm over here doing all these moves. Catching live music right there Spinning If you guys like DJ and stuff I mean you can Every handle I have Is a way to contact me I do weddings I do house parties Nice Got all equipment Anything people need You know I definitely do that Music side of things Me and my guy over here I mean everything's produced Originally We got Johnny Arson Making all these beats Recording Got Kevin Nash Y'all already heard a bit of it Here at the end of here Right here Um Good and Bad's out. I'm dropping a couple new tracks. Look out for uh, Born to Roll next month for sure. Again, that Cypher's coming out uh, sometime either February or March. Or March. Um, I wrote it down, so I got some fucking shout out to shout Epidemic outs. Media. Epidemic Louie, I see you. Louie Cohen. Cheetah Head. Um, <laughs> Over here. I love your hair. Um, Crystal Mountain Records Shout out to Crystal Mountain Records Oh yeah all day Crystal you Mountain Records It wouldn't guy. be I wrote it down right here Just so I wouldn't forget Like uh, people do you know <laughs> Of course uh, Johnny Arson uh, April I know you always Good backbone That's what it's all about Shane Cassio man Benji uh, Sparky I gotta hit you up Thanks for the nose ring bro Thanks for being a G uh, Your sister Andy That's what's good Michael Bennett Let's go. Let's get that shit rolling. Dan Z, Austin G, G Crooked Letter, G Spot. Love you, dog. Micah, Callie, Skybar, always holding it down. Justin Starr, you the man. Justin Starr, you the Will man. Will the boss. Chewy, on putting us on. Chewy, get it. Lulu, my BB. Hyping. Uh, my parents, Barbara, John, parents. I love you both. Lulu. Uh, my brother, sister, Alina Jordan, I love y'all. Uh, Paul Wall, Damn, Paul OG, shit, Nick, my dog. Nick Cristiano, like Kevin Gates, Brandon, tell your girl, uh, Kevin Gates out of jail. That's love, dog. I see you over there, uh, David, my boy. Let's start this shit going. Buster Chops, Rich, you a straight G. Hunter, Lance, French, 
Over at Cobra, thanks for letting me put that on, dog. Joe yeah, at the Rock, you a real one. Ruben, Chet, hook me up. In rave, let's go. You got Polo West, D on there too. Said it again, Lucy. <laughs> Yo, Juice World, keep holding it down. <laughs> Little Peep, Barbara Streisand, Julian, Stephen Emeril, y'all keep it real. Uh, y'all got me into this. I'm forever grateful for real though. Uh, Evan. I'll see you in Vegas, my dog. Carlos over at Mojo's. Love you, man. DJ Cactus. Everything you do for me, dog. You're straight OG. Trade Day, Holiday. Zay Teasy. Thanks for being out here, my dog. The Twins, Fetty Boys, Adam, Kyle, my slimes, A1, Day Ones, Derek, uh, Fila, my cousin, Brianna, CJ, Drew. Hey, you a G. Jay McNabb. Ignizi. Love you. Your wife, Jay. No, I'm not about to cry. I look like I'm crying. Uh, Insomnia, thanks for coming out, Mr. E. You write liner you. notes. C. Rich, my cousin, Audacious Socks, thanks for hooking Audacious me up. Audacious Socks, give him the socks. He loves those Yo, fucking socks. Did you see my socks though? Oh my god, I made, got, hey, I got socks. Nothing made. but nasty socks, long socks, all designer. I got custom made socks bro. though. It says Tony Cujo. Tony Cujo. Oh, that's legit. I got the socks. socks, bro. I'm about oh the sock my game. God, he's all that's about why I the shout out Brittany. Socks. Love you, girl. Amy, Timmy Blaze, thanks for the stickers, the logos. Nick Susco, you've been holding it down. Thanks for the cover art. All those logos, you've been hooking me up. Flyers, dude. I told you I got your back. Molly Sean, thanks for letting me be on that Wookiee Jam. Crystal Mountain Records, Joey the Jew. If it wasn't for you, man, you the OG. I got to hit you back up, man. Hey, Sorry. Tony, well, Andrew, and Cairo, let me put that down. <laughs> hey, that's the homie. Bro, Come on, you, I thought you Mexican. Were you Jewish, too? Nah, that's the homie. <laughs> the Jew. I, I see you got curly hair. I knew you got a little Jew in you. It's uh, wavy hair. Mad <laughs> Dude, Aquaman can't even control these waves. Right, bitch. give me a surfboard. I'll be up there quick. Let's uh, go. Tony O, OJ, my barber, keep me fresh. Sarah, uh, Moraney. My girl Lulu, I said it twice, but I love you, girl. Thanks for letting me do all this shit. You my backbone. Chewy, check it out. Tony Cujo, Kevin Nash. He's got a new album coming out. Crystal Mountain Records. Let's go. Let's go. Do you have any shout outs, Johnny? I think I did them all, right? Uh, (laughs) I think he fucking took care of everything. Lobsters and Pasta, Volume 2. It's an EP of 12 tracks of all Lobster and Pasta in different renditions. (laughs) But uh, here comes your song, bro. You guys ready? Let's go. All right, peace.
Sunday, hit the runway, baby, LAX Got a passion for the paper, push your cash and checks Double barrel, wearing vest, watch the aim, protect your chest Trigger finger itchy, homie, know your roller, you'll be next Beat me all the dope up with the coca, I'ma break you half She be acting funny, ask for money, you gon' let me smash Nina on the waist, if you boys think you gonna dip and dash New world order, fuck your daughter, call me Kevin Call me Kevin Nash. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. And if you'd like to support this podcast, check out anchor.fm slash screaming chewy gmail.com any contribution is greatly appreciated and that makes you my producer if not that's cool i'm just happy you're tuning in and hey screaming chewy show merch yeah that's right at teespring.com just google teespring t-e-e spring screaming chewy show just go with that it'll take you right there and uh yeah you could buy hoodies t-shirts socks masks you know if there's any stuff you'd like to see on there or purchase just let me know and i'll add it on and uh, yeah you'll be rocking styling social media don't forget to follow me on there on facebook screaming chewy show i like to share memes just make up stupid shit share my episodes on there and just whatever um check out my youtube for video versions of my podcast episodes also in between episodes i like to add me streaming yeah watch me get scared playing a creepy game or die playing PUBG or some shit, you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, just check out my YouTube and uh, Twitter. It's at Screaming Chewy. Yeah, not Screaming Chewy Show. I should change it to that. But for now, it's just Screaming Chewy. And uh, thanks again for tuning in. See you next week. Peace.